Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Get ready to enjoy the best podcast of your life on The Courtney Show Podcast, fueled by Salt and Smoke. Welcome to The Courtney Show. Hello, welcome to Friday. We made it. It's exciting. The end of the week. We had a cool, cool weekend this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be real cool. Oh, you're talking about temperature. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm talking about the temps. That too. First hint of fall, but the mold, she real high, people. You okay? I'm just telling you this as somebody that was suffering yesterday, not knowing what was going on with my eyes. They were watering all day. So if you leave those windows open, and excited because I, I get it. I mean, I know you want to. You're excited not to turn anything on, open some windows, be nice and cold at night. But the mold's bad. So if you've got mold allergies, and apparently I do. Oh, man, what a bummer. I've never done one of those I haven't studies. either. I think we had somebody come in studio one time years ago and do it, and I didn't really have anything. Did they? They gave you all those little. The pin? Yes. I've done that. I didn't have anything either. Really? But, you know, you can develop allergies through it's the true. years. It's not like it starts when you're a kid. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, I wasn't allergic to poison ivy when I was a kid. I'd run through it, yeah. grab leaves of it, nothing, and then, then all, all of a sudden, sudden, boom, I got it all over me. Yeah, so, I mean, unless you, because I know people that have bad, bad allergies with every single thing outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not dealing with that. So, what's... Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, well, so what's the, you know, what's the point of going to get that done? Yeah. I just like to guess. You get to have something's all those little out. dots on you. Know, and then you can fun. complain about all of yeah, them. Yeah, I can just say, something's out oh, there the that's really counts. bothering oh, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it, you can post that picture of, like, everything. You know, when the people post, like, I'm allergic to yes, everything. Yes, yes. They're so proud of themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you guys? Nothing? Not allergic to anything? Is there anything? Would you have to have a medic alert bracelet for anything? Ooh. I did that allergy test, yeah, five, six years ago, and it said nothing. No medication because I am severely allergic and could die from Keflex. What's Keflex? It's a it's in the psyllin family. What's psyllin? Penicillin. Oh, amoxicillin. amoxicillin. It's in the psyllin family. So I have not taken amoxicillin or penicillin since I had a deathly allergic reaction to Keflex. Oh when did God. you figure that out? Was it I like took a kid? it? No, I took it. I was I was probably twenty. I'm going to say 28. And you had never had it before then? Or it was like no. a new thing? No. Because penicillin. Well, pumping that I may be we totally like fine. Crazy. I may be totally fine with penicillin, but you just stay away from all the psyllins and the families that are named psyllin because I just don't, it was so bad and it was quick. And I didn't, I was home alone. I didn't know what was going on. I started cleaning my bathtub with Comet after I took my first dose of it. Yeah. I was in the bathroom. I was like, that's ADD for you. Oh, there's Comet. My bathtub needs to be clean. I thought I got Comet on my tongue. Oh. And that's I, a weird it, Oh, so that kind of threw everybody off because you were like, it's Comet. I'm com- like, it's Comet. And, it, I mean, it was bad. I had to go to my neighbor who I didn't know because you know how I am. Not very neighborly. <laughs> and I knocked on the door and I was all swollen. Like, just 
And so the ambulance came. They gave me a shot of something. No way. Like oh, the yeah. neighbors were like, this, this oh, is a big enough bad. problem. They got the ambulance. Yeah, it was bad. How like, old Close you? off your throat? Like 28. You know? Yeah, my throat was closing. Mm. So this, so uh, Caflex. It's got a longer name, but the short name is Caflex. Caflexacillin. It's real bad. <laughs> so I found that out later in life. Oh, man. So I would Even have Comet's to. Comet's still cool, though? I, I I don't think I've cleaned my tub yeah, since. I, <laughs> I learned your lesson. <laughs> yeah, every time your tub gets dirty, I just you move. moved to I a new move. joint. <laughs> uh, well, Brando uh, was the spokesperson for the show yesterday. Oh yes. I uh, we uh, the Blues, which is very cool. They're doing a media luncheon now. Cardinals have been doing it for years. Um, I've been to a million of the Cardinals ones, but I think the Blues started it last year. Maybe it it's it comes and goes. Okay. I think it, the. Uh, pandemic kind of messed it up. I think their intention was to keep doing it every year when they redid the Enterprise Center, but then then it, you know, stuff happened. When I got the invite, I had every intention of going. <laughs> and then yesterday morning I got here and realized it was that day and I was like, I'm not going. Yeah. I looked like I just got done cleaning my bathtub with Comet. <laughs> that is the kind of clothing I had on. My eyes were all red. I'm like, I don't need to be mingling, right. looking like this. Like I just helped somebody paint their house. I mean, I looked really bad. I didn't. I was not looking my best because I was dressed to go to baseball, baseball game. game. So I was in all my orange and black gear. And then that got canceled. I was like, well, I guess I can go. But I'm thinking like, that's fine, whatever. And as I'm walking around, I see all these people, you know, shooting video of like all the food that's there. And, you know, the Channel 4 was there. And I'm like, oh, I'm like dodging all the cameras. Like, please don't. I don't want to be in this at all. <laughs> Looking like an idiot. Yeah. Were there influencers there? I felt influenced. But were there... Once or twice. Like, because remember we went to that thing at... Sid- Soccer. Yeah. yeah. Not like that. And there were no, like, re- not a lot of radio people we there. Were the only radio people. But, like, a lot of straight, like, st- people that you've never seen before, ex- unless you're of a certain age and you watch TikTok, those people were there. That's mm-hmm. who they, they invited. they were their videos? Yeah. They were hilarious. And- yeah. Yeah. They were taking lots of pictures of food. Were there a lot of those kind of people there or no. mostly the old school? It's a, us. St. Louis City is a new thing, so they're doing new things. They're like, we don't really need radio. Mm-hmm. We got these people. Yeah. So did you shoot any video of any of the food? No. So you didn't, didn't. influence anyone? I didn't do much influence. I took a picture when I walked in. Just... This is your influence right here. Yeah. Did you eat people. any of the food? I did. Oh, they yeah. had, didn't they have some, something called a big-ass meatball? <laughs> yes, they did. I didn't. So I'm like the wrong person Sorry for this. Sorry for the cursing. For this challenge. Unbelievable. Because they're, all the new places are, were there, you know, or almost all of them, and I can't eat a lot anymore. Oh, yeah. You couldn't You couldn't take a little from no. each place. So I tried. You should have walked around the whole place. But then they're looking that's what right you gotta at do. you. It's promo right there. Yeah, you got to walk around the whole place and go, what is it going to be? What can I eat? They were just, they were staring. Because I, when I got there, there weren't a lot of people. And I was like, well, I got to just take something from everybody. So I tried really hard. But I, I, I made, uh, there was High Point was there. I got something from them. They have a, remember the, the beef that led to the big ragu? The Wagyu or oh, whatever. Wa- Wagyu. Wa- Wagyu. Or- hey, we don't know. <laughs> well, the it's Blues have a Wagyu, Wagyu burger. hot dog. Oh. So I got that. Um, Shake Shack is there, so I tried one of their shakes. Steve's is there now, too, I Yeah, think. and Steve's, and I, I grabbed his. Remember that hot dog that's supposed to be like the all St. Louis hot dog? I got I got one of those. Does so. that have Red Hot Ripplets on it? No, it didn't. Mm. 
But toasted ravs on it? No toasted ravs. <laughs> that would have been weird. I mean, Red Hot Ripplets is like all over the place it's, these days. It, it gets big. It it's it goes through its okay. let's talk for years. Waves, yeah. For years. It really does. Yeah, I took a picture of all the different it's local the places. It's chip that isn't actually a wavy no. chip. No. <laughs> Nick is a big fan of that Red Hot Ripplets. Uh, the corn chip? Seasoning. Oh, the seasoning. I like that, too. He they have a corn chip that I really like. Um, but it's like the corn. Oh, you know, yeah. Like a, uh-huh. It's like a Frito, mm-hmm. basically. But, yeah, Shake Shack is there now. Steve's Hot Dogs. Some of these have been there before, but some are new. Sugar Fire, Dogtown Pizza, Farm Truck, High Point, um, Junction House, Chicken Out, Tropical Liqueurs, and uh, Mission Taco. Ooh, Mission Tacos that in Junction some trouble House right is, now. Uh, Brett Hull's. That's Brett Hull's place. Which They're one's g- Brett Hull's? Junction House. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's got that place out in Wentzville. That bar, restaurant. I do love how these arenas and stadiums are like, we're going we're gonna to invite real restaurants in. you got to give credit to that St. Louis City. They really made, I think, the big two sports in town. Uh, no, I, I would say the Cardinals were in on local breweries, maybe. No, they had, they were starting to d- use some uh, local places. They would, uh, remember Joya's had a spot for like a week? They did like one game and then Joya's was like, we can't, yeah, we can't keep up. Yeah, there's that sausage place, G&W. Yes. I think they have their brats and that's a local place. There's a type of sandwich, like a, like a cold cut sandwich. There's... They, I will give credit the Cardinals to the credit uh, credit to the Cardinals. They initially started bringing in local places, but the soccer guys they went all in. Yeah, it. and then I think the Blues are kind of maybe yes. the last one sort of in on I it. Agree. But they got, that's a bunch of spots that that are there, which is which is really cool. And then I ran into um, Laura from First Community because you know they were a big sponsor. They're a big for sponsor donuts. for the Blues this year. Right? Yeah, and they've they're they've got even more going now with the Blues. And then I met uh, the gal from Post. Who sends us all the no stuff. way? Yeah, uh, her name's Lisa. She was there, uh, and she was so excited to talk about like us trying the cereals and stuff. Oh, man, she's a hero. And they they were there because they have another. They have an, one of the entrances now is going to be called Post Holdings. Post Holdings entrance because oh, they want people to know. I don't think anybody we didn't know until we got that box. Yeah, that and that's what she said. They're she's local. Like, we really want to start getting more involved and stuff. I was yeah, like, they that's really great. Should. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's cool that. All that, so much stuff that everybody they have under knows. That post umbrella, the name Post. Yeah. yeah, they should just call it Waffle Crisp Gate or something. <laughs> <laughs> they should and have that little waffle guy. They really, the they should go in on one of their brands. I was on his podcast somewhat recently, and and one of the questions she asked was like, "What's the best cereal?" And we went through a bunch of cereals, and then I was like, "Hold on." Everybody needs to go out and f- try to find Waffle Crisp because it sells out places. Oh yeah, and yeah. give that a shot. So I was given posts. Yeah, uh, national. Yeah, that's a national. Yeah. Shout What's out. What's their biggest brand post? Uh, fruit, or the Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles okay. are theirs. But that Malta, whatever it is that Malta meal? That's, they make uh, everything. Generic line. Yes, that's them too. That's really good for I think families because you guys go through a lot of cereal. Yeah, they do. Yeah, people got it. I had cereal for dinner last night. What'd you have? Uh, honey bunches of oats. Nice. I don't think that's post. That's a lot of bunches with of oats. almonds. Honey, yeah, honey no, bunches it is of post. Oats. Yeah, it oats. is. Hey. Oh, grape nuts. Oh, so you honeycomb. You were posting up. I was posting. Oreo O's. Oreo O's. Oreo O's. Never O's. tried that. Oh. I can't even imagine how they good that is. They do all the Bob Evans stuff too. She was telling me she's like, we've got like 
you know, mashed potatoes and all these like hot and cold items. She's Let like, me would tell you be you. interested in that? I'm like, yeah. Bob yeah. Evans uh, mashed potatoes are so good. You don't need to make mashed potatoes. Like, you know. Just get the Bob Evans. They are so good. And they used to have a scalloped potato that was really delightful. Man, I haven't had honeycomb in way too long. Hey, hey, hey. They got golden crisp too. Remember how cool that bear was? Do oh, I? Yeah, that's right. It was so smooth. <laughs> it was like a bing. Do up the bingo. Yeah, totally. It seems like we really missed out on some fun. It was uh, it was quite a presentation. Your buddy Chris Kerber, once he got that microphone, <laughs> he, he talks. He talks. And then there was no escape, right? Because you guys were down on the ice. Yeah, we were on the ice. Well, on the floor. And so I was like, and going in, I was like, well, if it goes really long, I'll just sneak out and everybody's fine with that they know i get up early and it was like there was no sneaking man you were on the ice if you left you had to go up the, oh up really the stairs to leave who would have found because i was like i had to pee and i was like i can't even go to the bathroom <laughs> courtney would have been like oh <laughs> good good presentation yeah, good <laughs> if there was a pause let's go blues yeah, yeah, i don't bye. think you could have ended that one i maybe wouldn't have ended it but i would have gotten out <laughs> i would have found a way out i was a dummy too and i sat like with all the Hubbard folks at the like front table, like right in front of the stage. We're like, well, that wasn't smart of me. I oh yeah, the back. yes, gotta sit in the back. Man, make your make your really exit. Um, Tim went and saw Adam Conover last night. And Chris. Oh, you went too, Chris. Yeah, he saw me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris and Emma and I all went and uh, to support your friend. Had a great time. Yeah, Adam Conover. Yeah, <laughs> good, good friend. Uh, yeah, so Nick Kuvar, who opened Laughs at the Lincoln, he opened the shows, and then our pal Brian Frangie, and then Adam Conover. And Real yeah, Courtney show great. kind of comedy night. Yes. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I mean, Fran- Frangie, I hadn't seen him in a while do comedy, and he just brings it. He's like shot out of a cannon, and he's going, man. Lots of I, energy. You would like him. It's it's weird. It's like Larry David energy. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. It's not like he's like in your face and people are like, oh man, it's like. He's not Kevin Hart energy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he's like ranting. Yes. Oh, I like that. And he gets into the apples. I mean, he 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 talks apples up there, which is what a lot of people pay to see. So it's. Uh, <laughs> it's really funny when he gets into the apples. But he's going to come join us at some point today. Oh, yeah. I was wondering what time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whenever he gets here. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'll pick you up at 540. He's like, I don't know about all that. I don't that. think so. So I was like, just Uber in. I sent him the address, and I was like, you know, you can come in. I was like, I would come in before 9. Yeah, you for know? sure. I'm guessing he's just going to see when he wakes up and come in. Okay. So I'm, you know, might be 8, might be 730. There are more shows tonight and tomorrow. Two tonight, two tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. At Helium at Comedy Helium. Club. Yeah. All right. Um, I watched The Golden Bachelor last night. I was texting Tim about it because I thought he was watching it, too, and that's when he told me that he was at that show. Yeah. Man, it's great! It's they the got first hit, episode they, was awesome. They got a hit on their hands. They really they? do. And yeah. Nick, I mean, if I could record and play what he says during the entire show, <laughs> it would be. I can't though. We need a commentary. Listen, track. it's it would be like Greg Warren sending in a voice. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I mean, there were some there were some doozies of some lines last night <laughs> from Nick Sansone. Oh my gosh! Will you text? You should text him to us so that. When we watch, we can... Okay. All right. I have a few because I was texting with my friend Jill last night, too. Like, yeah. I just got back from kids stuff. Is it worth going on in on The Golden Bachelor? I'm like, oh, is it worth it? Here are a couple of Nick's lines that he had from last night. There was a dance number. And at one point, Nick goes, 
this is my own worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> or he said something like, this is my own personal hell. I think that's what he said. I wish you didn't. You, we didn't live so far away from each other. Nikki. A get together of, of watching. Yeah, Nikki wants to like watch with Tim and Emma. And it's like, man. We could we could all get together and watch them. <laughs> oh it's man, just too too hard. It's a, yeah, maybe finale. That seems like a finale. Oh, okay. yeah, oh finale. let's have a big yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's book it. All right. Well, a uh, lot on the show today. You heard Brian Frangie's going to be in with us. Um, BFFs with the Convies. Oh, and Nikki may pop in. What? She's back in town. She's back in town, but just for the day, really. She she got back in town last night, and then she's going to Minnesota today. And I think I'm going to Minnesota with her. Oh, you are. So she's going to pick me up for the airport. But she, I was like, hey, why don't you come in a little early and get a little show in? This could be a great 9 o'clock hour an today. Epic, yeah. epic uh, program today. Yeah. So I'm just saying. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss a second of it. Not um, a second. Lots of tickets to give away. PBR, Unleash the Beast, uh, Ludo, Halloween show. And, of course, Softer October continues. You and, heard a song. and we have Laughs at the Lincoln tickets. Oh, today. Laughs at the Lincoln we today. Bonus. We got four... Sets of tickets. Okay, it's a lot of give, a lot of stuff we're giving you. Big friend. The mm-hmm. least you can do is stay here and listen to Come us. On, yeah. Uh, but yeah, lots of softer October songs uh, throughout the show as well. So if you guys want to text us anything, we'd love to hear from you this morning. 314-669-4665. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. Tonight through Sunday, Billy D. Washington is at Westport and Eddie Gosling is at Streets of St. Charles. Get tickets at stlouisfunnybone.com. Well, NFL Hall of Famer Dick, uh, Dick Butkus passed away yesterday. He was 80. Uh, Butkus uh, played for the University of Illinois in college before being drafted by Chicago Bears. Played nine seasons in the NFL from 1965 to 1973 uh, ended up in the Hall of Fame. Uh, after football, he did some acting uh, in a series of Miller Lite commercials, often with uh, Bubba Smith, then did some TV. He was in My Two Dads, Blue Thunder, and Hang Time, and then movies. Uh, Johnny Dangerously, Hamburger, The Motion Picture, Necessary Roughness, and Any Given Sunday, just to name a few. He was but- a big part of uh, when the XFL first came out, XFL 1.0. He was like in all the ads, and he might have been the like fake commissioner or something too. Uh, where he, because remember the first XFL was all about like the team's gonna take home the cheerleaders, and like it was like wrestling, and so he was a good yes. person for it. just talking about t- how tough it was. Jenny Johnson high five was pretty hilarious. Says t- tweeted Dick Buckus was an absolute stud of a player. He will always be a legend for his accomplishments on and off the field. Plus, there is this insane fact about him that will forever blow my mind. And the fact is, Butkus was born in Chicago, the youngest of eight children, but the first to be born in a hospital. He was a very large baby, weighing 13.6 ounces. Oh, man. 13 pounds, six ounces. Whoa. (laughs) That's a big baby. That's a big baby. He's a really funny guy, too. I followed him on Twitter, and there, there were always some gems that he would unleash every now and again. But, you know, there's and there's a lot of tributes, people sending in stuff. And the um, Bears won last Bears night. Bears won? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Which is they crazy. They had their longest uh, losing streak in the Bears history. Yeah, it's been bad. 
Way to go. Uh, they came through. But yeah, there were a bunch of tributes. And one was from uh, his My Two Dads co-star, Stacey Keenan. Remember the girl that was in My oh Two Dads? Oh my gosh, yeah. how old is she now? She's Well, I don't know. How old I'm is curious. She, she was on Step by Step after that. Was she? Well, she's not an acting anymore. Uh, she's a deputy district attorney for what? Los Angeles County. No way. That's so crazy. Yeah, now I got to look her up. She's a big girl now. Uh, Taylor Swift's concert film, The Air is She's Tour. 48, by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Man, I loved her. I, I, she was so adorable. She was great. Uh, Taylor Swift's concert film, that uh, The Heiress Tour, uh, has made over $100 million worldwide, and it's not even in theaters yet. Those are just advanced oh ticket sales. Over $100 million she's made so far. Uh, the movie opens next Friday, and it's obviously expected to be one of the biggest openings of the year. Roy Wood Jr. is leaving The Daily Show. He says the decision to leave was based on the demand of the correspondent's role on his schedule and attention, as well as a disinterest in continuing in the position while, quote, waiting for someone else to take the top job. So he does want, he wanted that job. Yeah, his leaving because they basically said, you're not getting it. And he said, cool, I'm out. Yeah. And I would leave too. He's too. It's a huge it's a sinking ship. Yeah, it's time for dying. Him. It's a huge mistake on their part. He is them to overlook he's him. So good, and they screwed. You know, this is everybody knows this, but they, they, they screwed it up. All Daily Show people went on to do other stuff, and they got Trevor Noah, who you know got the job done. But obviously, John Oliver, Samantha B, all these other people went on and had success. I mean, Steve Carell was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what's his name? Lo- the other Steve. Vance DeGeneres. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Is that Alan's uh, brother? Stephen Late Col- Show. Colbert. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Both those guys. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty crazy. And now they're letting him go. And he's the he, he's 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 so good. And right now, when people because people used to, it used to be like you watch it on TV, then you're like, okay, now we watch it on like clips on YouTube, and now it's basically like. What can we put on Instagram and TikTok? And Roy Wood was perfect for all of that. Yeah, he was funny, like in in short doses too. Mm-hmm. But he's good, and obviously he'll leave. I think with a chip on his shoulder, like he's gonna go do something great, whether that's an awesome comedy special. Yeah. or But I think he'll do. I think there'll be some good show with Roy Wood Jr. Hopefully, he talks about the whole thing. I bet there's interesting. It feels like that's a dysfunctional. Something's wrong. He probably won't. He's a pretty. He's a. He's a classy guy. I could see him. I rode in. We could, hey, I used to date the executive producer of that show. Maybe we can give her a call and say, hey, what's going on over there? And she'd be like, I'm sorry, who is this? Yeah, right. (laughs) She'll be like, my dream guy, (laughs) the one that got away. (laughs) Now I do want to make that call. But I would be interested. She lets a lot of them get away. (laughs) Chris, Roy Wood Jr. Yeah. You shouldn't feel bad. That's kind of her thing. But I wonder if they're high-roading Roy because he's not like, you know, some sort of pseudo-intellectual type guy. He's more... No, yeah. But I mean, Trevor Noah was not good. I, I, I will never... But he I, is. I tried so hard. I agree. I, I agree. He's um. He, he wasn't. He wasn't great. But he is smart, and he he. I understand why they chose him for a, for a few reasons. Like he is smart. He does the best. His best pieces were pieces that weren't made for air, where it was just like him talking to the audience in between. Probably in between acts. And I think Roy to also said, you know, you guys, did we talk about this at all? Hassan Minaj was their first choice to take over. He was he was basically going to get it. Roy hung in there. And then Hassan Minaj is out because he kind of got 
canceled because it turns out he lied about a bunch of stuff. Mm. And now it's still not Roy. So I think he's like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I don't blame him. I'm out. Ed Sheeran's ready to die. Uh, he already has a grave in his uh, backyard. He said, quote, it's a hole that's dug in the ground with a bit of stone over it. So whenever the day comes and I pass away, I get to go in there. He has a chapel too, right? On his property. Yeah, because he said he does weddings and stuff mm-hmm. there. And that's when he realized, like, I just would like to be buried here. But he said he knows people. Uh, he knows people thinks it's weird uh, that he has this. But he said, but he said friends die without a will and nobody knows what to do. And he's like, I'm just going to go ahead and start figuring that out. You know, and I, I have my gravesite picked out, which I know people think is weird, but there were only a, a couple spots left. And there was a deal? No, it was it. There were like <laughs> just a few spots left in, in our like family cemetery. I was like, well, I guess I'll put me down for a, a couple. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, so I think I think everyone's got one in the fam. Okay. Where Let's is it? Redbud? That's the secret. It's out in the, yeah, it's okay. out in the country. Way out in the country. All right. A quiet little wooded area. No one will ever bother me. Although I did find out that where I am is where my grandma Haynes was like, I don't want to be buried over there because the water runs off down that side. I don't want water running over me. Yeah, you do have to think about some things. Like when we picked my dad's site, it was a mistake. There's a big tree and it gets real gross in the fall. Oh, really? Yeah. Lots of cleanup duty that you have to do when you go. Mm. I'll be on the on the hill, so you know. After a few years, I might make a return. I always thought we <laughs> uh, I always thought we'd spread your ashes at like a honey baked ham or something. <laughs> you would think. I don't think they would appreciate that. The new Exorcist movie, The Exorcist Believer, is in theaters this weekend. It's, it's getting terrible reviews. Oh, Ellen Burstyn, she is back in it. Remember, she was the mom in the yeah. first one. Uh, she said when she was first approached about being in the movie, she said, "Hell no!" But I guess she <laughs> talked to the director and. And she was like, all right, I can do this. She, she liked the story or whatever, but yeah, the reviews are bad. These are all critics at this point. No one's seen yeah. it yet, so we don't have, like, audience scores. If you want to see a great Ellen Burstyn movie, same time next year. Same time? Oh, you talked about that. Is that Alan Alda? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Time Magazine named their uh, Next Generation Leaders of 2023. Their list included uh, Florence Pugh and the K-pop groups Stray Kids and New Jeans. Yeah. Right? Everybody loves them. New jeans. Britney Spears' father, Jamie, uh, is not doing well. Apparently, he's severely ill with uh, some sort of bad infection. So that's all we know right now. But uh, Chris Rock is going to direct and produce a biopic about Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. Uh, and Steven Spielberg is going to be the uh, EP on that. So that could be interesting. Kevin Costner's Western epic, Horizon, an American Saga, Chapter 1. Will hit theaters on June of 2024. I think that's the one. Didn't he put a lot of his own money into it or something? Like I don't know. That kind of sparked some of the divorce stuff. I thought he's got some kind of Western thing fetish, and then he. But he also is like a lot of the things that he wants to do end up bombing. Yeah, like Like his his like baby. Yeah, like the Postman. That was like. (laughs) He was all stoked about that, and I think he was all stoked on Waterworld. Waterworld was a joke for years, but there, I think that's people have come around. It's to not that, that bad at yeah. all. I never saw it's it. It's kind of cool. I watched it. I thought it was dumb. I think it's. He grew gills. There's no more land, you know. <laughs> the land it moves funny. Solid premise. We're all sick from it. Um, let's see. Oh, he's threatening to release a, a second part in August. So just there's, there's more than one coming, gang. Breaking Bad creator Vince Gillen, uh, Gilligan rather, says that he has no interest in creating a spinoff 
about Walt Jr. So I guess people kind of pressed him about it, and he said, quote, that would be a sad tribute to the show. Uh, he acknowledged, I didn't see the ending of the show, but he said, you know, the ending of the show wasn't a very happy ending for the characters, but he'd like to believe that things got better for them, not like, I think they're thinking maybe Walt Jr., gets into the business or something. Maybe that's a spinoff. And they're like, he's like, I don't want to do that. I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Nobody wants that. New music out this weekend. Drake's got a new album. Roger Waters re-recorded Dark Side of the Moon, if you're interested in that. Paramore has a new-ish album, so it's a reworking of their last album. This is why. This has like got remixes and stuff on it. Keanu Reeves' band Dogstar, they have a new album. It's their third album ever. And uh, Colby Calais has a new album out. Oh, Colby. Yep, her seventh album, Cheryl Crow, guest, guests on the album if you want to check it out. Mm. I'm Brando, your Hollywood Outsider. The Courtney Show. Well, animals in the news for you. A couple animal stories that I found interesting. Fat Bear Week, you guys know, is going on right now. Goes on until October 10th when a champion is crowned. Last year's winner uh, was Bear 747. It was actually... Last year's and 2020's winner, 1,400 pounds. And this just, how do they figure this, this out? They estimate it or they actually like tag them and weigh them? Well, this is all happening in uh, Alaska, the Katmai National Park and Preserve in Alaska. They have cameras set up everywhere. So I'm not exactly sure. But I know that there are, so you know, you can even vote on like baby bears and things like that. Oh, really? Yes. Um, so you can go look at it all uh, at this Katmai National Park and Preserve. I will post the link on the blog today, but it's going on right now if you want to take a look at it. Yeah, they're cubs, teenage bears, and then they go into hibernation at the end of this month, and they reemerge in March or April. That one video of that cat coming out, or the bear coming out, it's, uh, like that's a, all disheveled. Flies yeah. off of it. <laughs> it's the white one, and everybody's using it for different things. Me, after... Being out too late, you know, or me on a Monday morning. Have you seen it? I don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so. I mean, this, this bear looks like so dazed. Oh my like, gosh, kind of limping a little bit, yes. and then like shakes, and all this fur goes yeah. flying off. It's very funny. I've never seen a bear like that's what they look like. Yes, when they, come I mean, out they of don't look good. No. They oh, look like me. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've look seen like that. me from yesterday. That's yeah. why I didn't go to the blues media thing. Um, in cat news, a study found that. So I always thought when my cats purred, it's because I'm scratching them and they love me. Mm. Well, experts uh, say that uh, the cat's brain has to constantly send signals to keep them purring. Oh, that's what they used to think. But the study found that once they start, they just keep going until they decide to stop. Purring happens on autopilot. It's a, is it a good thing, though? I, they don't... I need information. I think it's supposed to be a good thing. It seems like I'm real loved. And why do some purse so loud? Oh, our well, of the kittens that we've got now, the orange and black one, Cider is her name. Um, the second you, like, get close to picking her up... Like it's, it's, it's like, a, a, yes. Like, it just kicks... She purrs immediately. Yeah, it's crazy. But I, I tend to think it's because love... Yeah, love is obviously happening. Obviously, loves us the most. Um, but did you guys hear about this uh, this missing monkey in Indianapolis? No. no. Oh my gosh. Zoo or something? No, somebody had it. Somebody owned a monkey. It got loose. It's a monkey that's native to West Africa. It's called a potus monkey. It can weigh up to thirty pounds. They're the fastest primate on Earth. 
They can sprint at over 30 miles an hour, so they're really hard to catch. Oh, boy, I've never seen a running monkey. So somebody <laughs> is, by the way, the monkey's name is Momo. Nice. Uh, and it escaped from, I guess somebody owned it. Several people had spotted Momo, so calls were coming in. This was happening for the past couple days. There were unconfirmed reports that he may have bitten a few people. And then one person said they saw him dig through someone's trash can, pull out a beer can, and drink the remaining beer that was in it. So all the headlines are beer drunk, beer drinking uh, monkey on the loose in Indian, Indiana. <laughs> well, uh, it all came to an end yesterday. A guy saw him sprint through his yard, break into a vacant home next door, so he called it in and... Now Momo is back to wherever he escaped from, safe and sound. Momo was caught by the popo. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, so that's Animals in the News. Let's get a look at your traffic coming up. Best things we saw yesterday. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Best thing I saw yesterday. The one and only... Appleist, Mr. Brian Frangie is in the studio. He's in the house. He is in the house. And I probably should have told him. I didn't realize he was coming in this early. Yeah, it's pretty early. It's really great of you to show up. (laughs) Uh, You're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) He actually, do you have allergies? You you felt, uh, you looked like little extra tired this morning. Oh, well, you know, that's just life beating you down. <laughs> you know how it is. Mold yes, is high. Yeah, time goes by and you just kind of look like this eventually. <laughs> uh, well, you're, we're doing uh, best things that we saw. This is just stuff we saw on social mm. media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, whatever. Things that made us laugh or that were interesting to us. Okay. So the stuff that we screenshot and that we uh, then we post on the Courtney Show STL. Oh, I'm aware. All right, so uh, this I saw uh, yesterday from Mountain Mamas. Don't ask me. You love Mountain Mamas. Not all of us were made to cook. Some of us were only made to have conversations with the person cooking. <laughs> That's me. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get in there and chat with you, but don't expect much out of me. And then I saw this. Fraser, phrases Midwesterners say when they're angry. This is that Midwest versus everybody uh, Twitter account, which sure. always makes me laugh. And it looks like a family feud board. Ah. Okay. Uh, when we're angry, Midwesterners say, listen here, pal. <laughs> For Pete's sake. Mm-hmm. Jeez Louise. Hold your horses. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Oh, yeah. That's a good well, one. now hold on a minute. Or <laughs> hero of the day. I'm adding that one as my own personal anger shouting at people. Yes, it Disappointed, should. Disappointed, uh, oh, boys and all there. Oh yeah, that's a good one. There are more. Uh, there are places for extra answers to go yeah, on okay. this. You, you could cast. So there you, you go. That might steal be steal from the other family. That might be at number seven. Okay. I don't know. All right, who's next? Uh, I can go. So you know, we talked earlier about Dick Butkus uh, passing away, and I went to his Twitter and I grabbed one of his most recent tweets, which made me laugh because he's really he was always very funny on on social media. And he said, uh, it's just a picture of him standing in an end zone. It said, somebody give me some pads and a QB to tackle. But it's like a recent picture, so he's standing there with his cane. (laughs) (laughs) He looks pretty good, though. He he looks great, but he's obviously not ready to tackle anyone. 
Making a bit of a, a jest <laughs> Thank there. you for the extra information. Yeah, I thought you needed to know that. I, I really did. And this is from a, a account called I Hide From My Kids. She said, I nearly fell down the stairs dodging an object that turned out to be a reflection of light, in case you're wondering, <laughs> or I fall on the adult cool scale. <laughs> Just saw like a reflection oh, of light. Oh, yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> fell. It's not what it was. Uh, I got a tweet here from Mr. John Darby. It said, "Suddenly said, you too, when the waiter told me to enjoy my meal. Mm. So he sat down with me, and we had a very pleasant yeah. evening. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I just think of Brian Regan every time yeah. I hear the you too. Take. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 You too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's a thread about what made you quit weed. People had different answers, and this guy said, I watched the whole movie on mute and started crying because I thought I was deaf. <laughs> 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 That's really good. Um, all right, I like this one. This is from Nathan Pyle. Stages of looking for a comb. One, bathroom. Two, bedroom. Three, kitchen. <laughs> Four, perhaps outside. <laughs> Five, blank. And then six is, well, the hand is like a comb. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I really enjoyed this one. It's from Lord Hugh Mung. And he, he, <laughs> said, he said, I knocked over a plant in the kitchen but my mm. cat saw me, so I had to spray myself with water so I could show the law applies to everyone. <laughs> that is great. That is very funny. All right, those are the best things we saw. They'll be at the court. Unless you have something you would like to throw in. You didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. Spot. I didn't <laughs> see nothing. No, it's good. I haven't seen anything good in years. Yeah. Uh, they'll be at the Courtney Show STL on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us if you don't already. Uh, it's time for another soft Rocktober classic. I can't read it, so you're going to have to tell me what it is. Uh, Ario Speedwagon, here with me. Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. All right, time for Food Court and special guest in studio with us this morning, Brian Frangie. Hello. Hello. Do you have any food you want to talk about? It's <laughs> National Noodle Day. Does that interest oh you? Oh, my God. Noodles. Well, I always talk about apples. I'm always ready to do that. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was one of my favorite bits you did last night. Oh yeah, at the old Helium Comedy Club. Yes, the- you you asked he asked people at first he asked people in the crowd like what kind of apples they like. Yes. Well, and- first I asked, does anybody know who I am? And nobody <laughs> answered. <laughs> oh, because you had been nice. Like maybe people were there to see you because they follow the Appleist. Sometimes people do. Yes, I agree. A- across the country, occasionally I say, has anyone heard of my website Apple Rankings? And then somebody goes, yeah. And then everyone looks at them like, what the? F- who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he asked people what apples they like, and it was like. It was like complete chaos yes. at one second. People were just like enthusiastically yelling out apples. Like they yeah. couldn't wait to get their apple out there because then Brian would like either roast them, them or. Yeah. yeah I was in Vermont them. one time. I had a show at a bar. It was an ambush show. So they didn't know there was going to be a show. And it was during the national championship college football game. Everybody was watching the football games on the TV, and I had to go up there and do comedy in the corner that they they were not expecting. Everybody (laughs) before me bombed miserably, and then I went up there, and I said, 
what's your favorite apple? And slowly but surely, they started yelling apples at me, and I got them. That's the only way to do it. It's crazy, though, because it was a build. At first, people were like, I don't know. People are passionate. Honey crisp. And then you would like go off on that, and then everyone wanted their apple. Everyone's got an opinion. And some people repeat apples. They're not listening to what everyone else is saying. (laughs) Yeah, that's a problem with America. Uh, uh, And, of course, your favorite apple, number one. Yes. Is is the Sweet Tango Apple, which is available now. You can get them at Deerberg's. Okay. Because yeah. it's only available, what, two, three months of the year? Less than that. Yeah, and it's Weeks. not even... I, I don't even think the organic batch is good this year. I think you got to get, like, uh, they, they're, they come in a little bag. Those are the best ones. A bushel? Yeah. A bushel, yeah. Sweet Tango's the best. They're, it's the best. Number What's number two, though? Number two currently is Honeycrisp, 91 out of 100. Yeah. Yeah, the, the milk. I'm a... I'm a... Say that. I, thought, I thought 91 <laughs> was, like, the that. vintage. Like, it's the 91. I thought he was, too. It's, it's the best. You got to get it from 91, yeah. <laughs> okay, do you care if we move on from apples? No, I don't care I mean, at you all. You can bring apples we'll back throughout. Back. We'll I don't really care back. about it. Anything, so. You know, I <laughs> will true. tell you this, Brian. I was real bummed when peach season, season was over this year. Oh, yeah. I've really gone all in on the peaches. I had a good, good. good crop this year. <laughs> who's, who's your equivalent in the peach world? Like, do you do you have, like, a counterpart? Peachy that Paul, does, that, like, that's oh. what he does? He, he Nobody breaks. does what I do. No, I don't. Just, I don't. There is no peach guy. All right. <laughs> if there's gonna be a peach guy one day, it's gonna be me when I expand my empire, <laughs> which is also a type of apple. Skate where that puck is going, my what, friend. Empires of apple. Yeah. What's your second favorite fruit? Oh, second favorite fruit, mango for sure, 100% mango. Oh, is it close behind the apple? Is, is there only one kind of mango, or there's like dozens? I, I believe there's a few different types of mangoes, but interestingly, there's only one type of banana. Did you know that? Yeah, we talked about bananas yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you no, know, no, no, no. How you know the story about the banana? Do you know any of the story? Well, I know there's a Cavendish banana, yes. and the other bananas, uh, there was one other type of banana that was popular for a while, and then it got bred out of existence. I know that much. And that's the one that fake banana flavoring is based on. Oh, my God. Now, that I didn't know. Because you have Laffy Taffy's, you have banana stuff. And you're like, this doesn't taste like banana yeah. because that banana went extinct. Yeah. Oh, wow. You can still and get it maybe in some other countries, but it's real hard. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't tell, know that. Yeah. Is that Adam true? tell us yesterday that it's yeah. like slippier. Than, oh, yeah, that's where the, the regular phrase banana? came from, too. Slippier? Well, you yeah, know, like, like, a, like it was more slip a joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, oh, slip on a banana peel. Well, banana I'll peel. still slip on a regular banana peel. But they're yeah, not you that will. slippery. I've fallen on a Cavendish banana peel. <laughs> yes. I've fallen on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the old type of banana, the new one is Cavendish. The old one was called a Gross Michelle, and it was oh. named after my college girlfriend. <laughs> 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 that was a callback from yesterday. It was. That was a good one. That was a Promo, All right, moving on. Other food news for you. Uh, Cruda's Bakery, which is one of our favorite donut stops, uh, been there a few times. Uh, starting, or actually, I think yesterday was the first day. But if you love the pumpkin spice thing, they have cream cheese iced pumpkin cake donuts available now at Cruda's. Cream oh, oh cheese spiced. Cream cheese iced. So that's like the icing. cake donuts. That's like the icing that's on like carrot cake. Yes. Cream cheese cheese icing. icing. On like that, like a pumpkin spice. I said this to Afton and I had screenshot it. And it's a food story, so I thought I'd share it. I'm like, you might need to head over to Collinsville, Illinois. Um, There's a new uh, Sprite coming out. Oh. And it's being touted as the coldest Sprite ever. (laughs) Wow. That's their, that is their push. It's called Sprite chill and i love the flavor cherry lime 
Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of cherry lime. That sounds good. How can they they speak to its temperature? Well, Coors does that, too. The soda is amplified by the addition of a cooling agent. Oh, Oh, no. That doesn't sound Which makes me very nervous. Take a sip of cancer there. Um, (laughs) Cooling agent. (laughs) There are many cooling agents other than menthol. So it's not minty. Mm. It's just colder. This, this doesn't, doesn't sound good to me. Sense to me. I'm yeah, afraid of this. Listen, I always calls their beer the coldest tasting beer. Oh. So they say in commercials. Yes, they do. <laughs> what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. I hate these advertisers. Um, I would try the Sprite though. I don't care. I the flavor sounds. <laughs> I got so many chemicals running around. <laughs> yeah, you sure do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Benny's Pizza Pub uh, this weekend. It's Chili Cook-Off in downtown Belleville, Illinois. Do you oh, like chili? Love chili. I'm a good chili guy. Okay, well, uh, today and tomorrow, all day and night, chili galore. Wow. Up and down Main Street. And Benny's is bringing back there, which Nick loved, and it did not did not look good to me, but their chili cheese dog pizza. Ooh. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's sloppy Nick, mess. You got to trust Benny's. So then I saw this. They also have added one that's chili cheese pizza. Uh, dog pizza with Fritos on top. Oh. And Nick said, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It did not look good, but Nick said it was delicious. I'm oh, just yeah. telling you. Yeah, you gotta eat like, that with a fork and knife. That yes. Seems, yeah. Yeah. Are these yes. like whole-sized dogs? No, they're cut in like medallions. Okay. Medallions. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a food critic. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Belleville. <laughs> I think it's Steve's Hot Dogs. At least it was last time. Not sure if they're still Steve's Hot Dogs. Dog. But good uh, good reviews from Nick Sansone. I'm just okay. telling you. If All you right. like if you like that kind of thing, they are available this weekend. Um, would you try pizza with a slice of American cheese on top? Yeah. Would not? I try it? I wouldn't like say no way. I'm never going to eat that, but I'd try it. Yeah. Depending yeah. on the pizza. Yeah. I because, mean, I don't want it on emo. Because for some reason, uh, Jack in the Box tacos are delicious, and that's like a piece of American cheese mm. in there, and it works. It well, works. Same thing yeah. with those uh, McDonald's the McGriddles. It doesn't seem like you would want a piece of cheese yes. with a pancake. Seems wrong, mm, but it's it works, all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a favorite, a flavor explosion. Um, all right, so there's medallion. American cheese gets a bad rep for some reason. People think it's like a trash cheese that it's like for white trash. But American cheese is one of the best cheeses. I'll put that up there with cheddar. Yeah, I'll put it melt. Put it up with che- what about I put with it up there with cheddar. Yeah. Pepper Jack. I, I I put I put American above. Pepper I do too. Oh, That's really? right. I do too. Yeah. I don't know about that. A little taste of home. What do you <laughs> What do you think of uh, uh, cheese in a aerosol aerosol cheese? Well, I think Easy it, cheese. I think it's a it's a blasphemous affront against humanity. You don't like it? <laughs> no. Oh my god! I think it's one of the best things ever. <laughs> Love it. I mean, I never get it. What but is it? Like, how does it cares? even exist? Probably like cheese whiz. Yeah, and somehow there's but what is that? three times as uh-huh. much in there Nobody as, you, knows. as you think in like a can. You're like, oh, well, that's coming. not going to be a lot. And then you just, it goes forever. All right, so this this American cheese on a pizza, it's called, it's from Pennsylvania. It's called Altoona style pizza. It's making oh, yeah. rounds online. Have you seen it? I just know Altoona. <laughs> so it's a slice of thick Sicilian style pizza with green peppers. <sighs> And salami instead of uh, pepperoni, oh. but it's not the salami that's going viral because people, that's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the slice of American cheese that's on top. I think it sounds good. 
says that they started selling the, this pizza. It's the Altoona Hotel. Uh, have you stayed? Oh, yeah, all the yeah. time. <laughs> the original <laughs> recipe used... <laughs> his own room. Velveeta, the original recipe, but now they use Kraft Singles instead. <laughs> and they say it's confoundingly delicious. Was it like one of those accident stories where they're like, I was going to serve the pizza and I accidentally dropped a slice of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Somebody ate it and they loved it. It's all great food invention start. I think they made a mistake there by switching out the Velveeta. Velveeta is one of the most delicious cheeses that I think capitalism has invented. Yeah. It is weird though, don't you think? You don't have to worry about it even keeping it cold. <laughs> it is weird, but it's like they figured something out. What also, what is that? I don't, I know. don't know. It's supposed to be some kind of American cheese, but it tastes slightly better than Kraft Singles, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But you, I would. I cheese used... rankings is your next. Yeah, is your next cheese, thing. Yeah. Yeah, You've got some passion. I've got passion for all sorts of rankings. <laughs> <laughs> you just like to. Ra- okay, by the end of the show, I want you to rank the show members. Oh my god! <laughs> Easy. Oh, oh. Now listen, I we won't. We know you're going to pick convies one and two, hey, but no, which convie is going to get one? <laughs> To put us at the bottom. <laughs> All right, uh, that's your food court. Um, we'll do a little traffic coming up. Uh, we've got an opportunity for you to win PBR Unleash the Beast tickets at the Enterprise Center. You can do it. I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beast? <laughs> Throwback Live. All right, our contestants for Throwback Live today. Tim will be playing for Stacy from Mascuda. Brando has Bridget from Bridgeton, and I'll be playing for Angel. From Maryville Ill and up for grabs, we have tickets for you to go to the Professional Bull Riders Unleash the Beast Tour. It's going to be at the Enterprise Center on December 2nd and December 3rd. Throwback Live is brought to you by the Madison County Firemen's Bingo Hall with a chance to win $25,000 in their Crazy 8 raffle. Hey, Afton. Hey, guys. You ready for Throwback Live? Backward songs today. What? That's yes. new and different. So surprising. Mm, so for but... your throwback clips today, Marty's going to play all backward songs. You're going to ring in with these sounds. Courtney, Brando, and Tim. You okay over there? There we go. All right, question one. Name this backward song title or artist. Brando? Aerosmith? Aerosmith is correct. is 14 minutes long. <laughs> Alright, question two. Name this backwards song title or artist. I think it was Courtney. Do you think it was Courtney? I only heard the horn, but who else? Should, should Courtney looks unsure. I was in, I, but I didn't know. If I, I don't, I don't know. know. It's up to you guys. Courtney. Information Society. That's correct. Your energy. No idea what that is. All right, yeah. question three. Name... Now play it for <laughs> Yeah. Name this backward song title or artist. Tim. Uh, Joan Jett. Yeah, that's right. All right, we are tied across the board. Question four. Name this backward song title or artist. Brando. John Mellencamp. So proud of you. <laughs> John Mellencamp. <laughs> when, you, when you start to do well in a category, then you feel extra pressure. Yes. Like, it wouldn't actually yep. be John Mellencamp, would mm-hmm. it? Question five. Name this backward song title or artist. I don't know. Mm, I 
thought it was Brando. But I don't want to be in trouble. No, you're fine. Okay. Brando. Kesha? Kesha is correct. I think Marty's the real winner yeah, here, I think but so. it's technically Brando. What's that, everyone? That guy loves Kesha. Yeah. He does. And Florida Georgia Line. Dance moves. And TLC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is all true. An Iron Maiden. <laughs> it all makes sense. Congratulations, Brando. Thank you. Yeah, man. And really Marty. Great, really great stuff. And congratulations to Bridget from Bridgeton. Yay. She's been trying for months and months to win a prize. And today is your lucky day, Bridget. What did I win? I didn't even know. You don't even know what you won? Oh, Bridget. Bridget, there are professional bull riding enthusiasts out there (laughs) that want these tickets. I like bull riders. (laughs) Who's your favorite bull rider, would you say? I don't know, but the one that rides the bull. Do you have a favorite bull? Favorite bull? Charger is my favorite. He's great. Old Charger. Seen all of his. Charger's uh, my favorite yeah, too. Catch work. him on the wrong day, though. Ooh. All right. Well, oh, we have boy. a pair of tickets uh, for you to either give to a friend or what, or go yourself, and it's Unleash the Beast PBR Enterprise Center on Saturday, December second, Sunday, December third. You possibly will be there, Bridget. We'll get you those tickets, and we'll have a new prize to give away all next week for Throwback Live on the Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy I'm Timmy, and these are the numbers. Special edition of numbers as we are joined by comedian Brian Frangie. Brian Frangie is joining Adam Conover at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night. Tickets still available. I think you're sold out early show tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I hope so. Get on that uh, Get on that Helium <laughs> website. It is a great, really fun show. Brian, on this segment, we look at some numbers. That is what we're going to do. Uh, they ask people... You know, it's a bit of a rhetorical question, but not in this case. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Hmm. Oh, so you had to you had to decide. They asked ten thousand Americans these philosophy questions. I got a few more, and they asked them to actually actually answer. Uh, chicken or the egg? Chicken. I would say I would. I'm gonna have to say chicken. It is an insane thing to stop and think about. I don't want to. Which one came first? I would have to say chicken. Yeah, uh, we're pretty divided on this one. 44% said chicken, 32% said egg, and 24% said I. I can't possibly answer oh, that question. Don't, don't let them have the option to say I don't know. Does anyone have any deep? I got to imagine in, in reality it was some other blob of cells that was not quite like a chicken, and then that had the egg. So it's neither. It's some weird it's, it creature, evolves, yeah. an evolutionary creature <laughs> that was neither chicken nor egg yeah. that po- pooped out an egg into a primordial soup. Yeah. It's more of a division. 14% had this exact same <laughs> Word for word. Yeah. That's impressive. Uh, they also asked people, is a glass half full or half empty? This one I have a... It's fairly just, strong feeling on. There's nothing else where we measure nothingness. So, mm. of course... It's half full. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at it from a philosophical standpoint, then it's your pessimism or optimism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, you're, you're going hard on uh, the empty side. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's of water on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys agree with that? It's Obviously, it's half full. No. Uh, I'm going to have to say that uh, I don't know that I'm able to answer that question because <laughs> I want to fall into the 12% of... 
wimps that just couldn't it come just up with an answer. Who I am that measure, day. You don't measure emptiness. It's just a stupid thing. Well, I mean, we have the number yeah, zero. Yeah, that's a good a point. Uh, you really changed my mind. Thank you. I'm going half full. Courtney Landrum, an optimist. <laughs> 61% said they usually think of it as full. The older you are, by the way, the more likely you are to agree. Whoa. See, and Corny came around. I did. I'm the, you know, I'm young easily and swayed. I'm fighting. <laughs> easily. I watch any documentary, whatever way they point that documentary, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. What about the ones where they go back and forth? Oh, well, like, that's real. That's a real story. I'd like, be a terrible but. juror. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Terrible juror. This one I find obnoxious, uh, but, you know, it's a question out there. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's there, does it still make a sound? Yes, it does. Yes. That's how the world I, works. I would hope most people said yes. They did. Yeah. Only 8% said that it does not make a sound. Mm. But, again, it makes you think, just like this segment. Up next. <laughs> you know, I've never heard any of these questions before. <laughs> <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote these. I, I've, I've never stuff. thought before. <laughs> uh, they asked parents a whole bunch of stuff about... Uh, what they're into, what they're not into. In a new survey, 26% of parents said that packing their kids' lunchbox is their least favorite chore. In fact, 29% would rather clean the bathroom than put a few things together for their kids' lunch. This isn't shocking to me. What do you, do you think you'd rather make the lunch than clean the bathroom? Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather do that than clean the bathroom. Packing the lunch, part of it is the stakes are high. But you're not doing it every day. What if you were doing it every day? What does Alex, how does Alex feel about packing the lunch every day? I, I mean, if is that just, a burden for If we're for just her? talking about like the morning routine, I think packing the lunch is not the hardest thing to do. It's getting them out of bed and dressed and out the door. Like that's just a subsection of that. But that's one thing that you control. But are you worried about what they want? Are they going to complain about what you packed? That's I, my I question. I picture Augie just like care. grabbing a turkey leg on his way out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's lunch. I mean, at least the lunch. Without a shirt on. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say, like, the lunch was their favorite part because that's the only part you have any control over. Like, mm. you can't make them brush their teeth half the time. You've got to scream at them until they get them to do it. I Yeah, I get that. The reason I don't... The bathroom thing doesn't shock me is because the stakes are high when you're packing this life. If you if that if you do that kind of you're not really paying attention. If you do that all William Nilliam, there are consequences. It's not it's not going to go well. Yeah. The bathroom, eh, you kind of whatever. It, it, you just have a you dirty don't have bathroom. To, there's you no don't talk do that back. Well. We have a we have a babysitter that's allergic to peanut butter. So oh. if, if you you cannot mess that up, you will send the babysitter who's watching several children to the hospital. That's a bad deal. And I'm talking peanut butter and jelly. I'm talking the little peanut butter bars. You'd be surprised. How much it turns out? I think we'll you need peanuts a, and things. You need a different babies. How about that little kid that gets best best had gone to school that day? Remember the little little boy he gets off the yeah, bus and he like, couldn't wait. That was a terrible lunch, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it had stuck I with him that. all day, <laughs> and it's the fir- it was the first day of school. She's like greeting him, and he, she's so excited to see him. How was your first day? Terrible lunch. Well, I would, yeah, could we tell her? She could not wait. Speaking <laughs> speaking on behalf of Alex, I, I would say she, if they don't like their lunch, then who cares? Get lunch from school. She doesn't want to yeah. make their lunch. They're mm. the ones who want to oh, take their lunch. Why would they? You would they? prefer them to get lunch at school, yeah. but they're like, no, we make it, and then they make it. Exactly. Oh, okay. So no pressure. Why it's don't they want a, that lunch? That's the excitement. Is it because they want all the junk and the candies and the whatever, like the dessert stuff, I'm sure, is part of it. Hmm. Our kids are in like a real bologna kick right now, too. But Amelia makes her own lunch in the morning. Bologna, American cheese, mustard. Yeah, not mustard, but yeah. She's making bologna sandwiches every day. What about fried bologna? Ooh, now you're talking. Some barbecue sauce on it. Got to chop it, though. I love that, that you have to cut it or else it'll... 
You know, oh, yeah. The, bubble. the dome. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17% of parents would rather get a cavity filled than make their kids lunch. There's no way. What? Seems a little crazy. This Here's crazy. what people are being dramatic. They break it down. Packing lunch boxes can take a lot of time, especially if you're preparing multiple items to your kids' taste and not just tossing in a Lunchable can be frustrating because 72% of parents say their kids' lunches often come back from school uneaten. Well, oh, that's on them. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that going to hurt when you spend that time, right? No, uh, by the way, think, if you're I don't teaching, think she's a personally offended. <laughs> I think if you put the iron to the fire and they're about to make their kids lunch and you said you can go to the dentist right now and get a cavity, I guarantee you they would make that lunch. Yeah, yeah there's no of way you're going to get a cavity Ooh. filled. Speaking of lunches, it's been a, it's been a uh, battle in here for a while. You're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. So you got the bread. <laughs> now He's you're with talking. You. He's with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got the peanut butter. You got yeah. the jelly. Yeah, okay. Okay, you got it all. Mm-hmm. What are you putting on first? You put the peanut butter on first, absolutely. And then yeah. you and then you put the jelly on top of the peanut butter. You don't put the jelly on the other bread and try to flop it over like a caveman. You don't. That's the way then I it gets do it. Out everywhere. Now you gotta, you're getting it. You're putting another wrinkle. New, uh, yeah. You put the jelly on top of the peanut butter and then put a a a pure lonely piece of bread on top of that. But what are you doing with the peanut butter that's on the knife between peanut oh. butter and jelly? Where's what, what's what's Two the, knives? Oh, the the leftover you, peanut butter? Yeah. Wi- wiping it on your handkerchief. Oh, lick it off. No, so then you're putting means... bacteria in the well, jelly. Not ev- no, I use a different knife for the jelly. Oh, oh he's a you different can't mix knife? together okay, all right, the, all right, the all knives. Right. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> See, well, then it doesn't matter. You can go either way. Yes, you can go but either with way. With your method, you want the jelly on top, so. Yes, yeah, I put the jelly on top, two different knives. I use like 17 different knives per peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like Every a you get a- <laughs> are you Are you cutting it? No, because then it all squeezes out and, you know, it gets on the counter. Yeah. No, I don't cut anything. I've I've never cut anything in my life. (laughs) So wait, when you do a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you it's full two pieces of bread, full pieces of bread, and then and then just you just eat the sandwich, no cutting. Yeah, I eat it like it's a prop in a movie. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm I'm not splicing it. Are you ever toasting your bread? Oh, I, back in the day when I was a young man, peanut butter I would do. I would take peanut butter, jelly, M and M's, put them in the microwave together, heat it up, and then spread that goop onto toasted bread. You're kidding? How me. did what? you even learn of this? I, I, I experimented. I was doing. You know, I was. Th- that's what I was thinking about instead of chicken and the egg things. <laughs> <laughs> what can I put M and M's on? Yeah. And it melt all got melty. Up. It all got melted up. And then you take some American cheese, you put it on tin foil, <laughs> and you put it in the toaster oven, and you let it get all brown and burned, and then you dip potato chips in that. And that's what I would have every day after school. <laughs> that is, I, I'm with you with the with the cheese. I'll sometimes put some uh, Vermont cheddar in a pan. Oh yeah, and just cook it up. You gotta hook the burnt Ooh, cheese. Burnt cheese. That's one of the greatest things. joys of human existence. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I'm with yes. you there. It really is. We should do a cooking show stuff. with Frangie. Cooking with Frangie. <laughs> when do you think the last time you had the the M M&M and M peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Oh, I don't know. Twenty years ago. Twenty years. Let's, yeah. Let's try it again. So yeah. We gotta go in. Bring it back. And I, do we have peanut butter? We have peanut butter here. No jelly. Oh, well, yeah, we have Mountain Dew jelly. Yeah, yeah that doesn't do. count. Yeah. What's right? your jelly flavor? Um, I mean, grape, classic grape. But I'll go for like a peach, an apricot. Uh, I'll go for a, a fig. Fig? I like a fig. I like a, a fig, fig jelly. But not with exists. peanut butter. Not with peanut butter. Right, whatever. Almond butter is good, oh, too. Almond Let's butter. not sleep on almond butter. This time of year... 
one of the best. You got to take out a mortgage to get it, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty dollars. No, apple a jar. butter. I'm thinking of. Apple. Oh, oh, apple yeah. butter. I like oh, apple butter. Is good. Well, yeah, well, now you're speaking. Yeah, one of the language. few things a Fuji apple is good for. <laughs> butter. Apple butter. Yeah. Sticking it to Fuji. <laughs> what is? What's the? Clam. What's the uh, Fuji? What's the, the the name of the Fuji? Well, no, no. Like, what's like the whole breakdown of the Fuji? Fuji is the Japanese pop star. It's something that uh, people get mad at me when I say is bad because a lot of people at their favorite apple for some reason, even though it's a mealy, thick-skinned mess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You can see, you can hear more of this this weekend at Helium Comedy Club. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Two shows tonight. I do Two best. shows tomorrow night. Brian hanging out with us for a while longer. I'm Timmy, and those are the numbers. The Courtney Show. Do people still use the term comedy stylings, or is that just an old person thing? Is that a was it a thing? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. comedy now, stylings of, um, yeah. of W.C. Fields. I think it's the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that gentleman's lapel. <laughs> well, you can see Brian Frangie this weekend at Helium Comedy Club along with Adam Conover, who was yes. in yesterday. Mm. Um, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. That's correct. But there's a variety of way people can interact with you. Oh, yes, for sure. So give me four things. Four things? <laughs> <laughs> and then rank well, them. I mean, uh, I have cartoons that I make that are on Instagram and TikTok at Brian Frangie. Um, my last one, Big Al, uh, making fun of Ford F-150s went viral. Oh, yeah, that was good. And so did your, um, what's the festival? Big everybody? Al, Burning Man. Big Al is, is heating up right now. Oh, oh yeah. really? Is, is Big Al your number one guy, or is it the uh, dinosaurs, or what's your big thing now? Yeah, I got the T-Rex show, which is pretty big, but then I, the Tubby Wars, which is a, a horror film that... Uh, puts the Teletubbies as the horror uh, monsters. That actually is my most watched thing that I made. People like that. Yeah, people like it, I think. We're I don't even know. over a million views on several of these things. Oh, yeah, the uh, Big Al F-150 uh, little cartoon was on the front page of Reddit, and it got yeah millions and millions of views across wow. the internet. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. That's my biggest credit to date. And Brian, anima- like he does the animation himself, and he obviously writes them and does the voices for all of it. So it's like yeah. everything. How do you have time, Brian? I don't. Nobody helps me with anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's that's one way. Uh, and then another way is... Uh, you can go to AppleRankings.com, which is where I my official website where I rank all my apples and uh, list everything out there. If you're, really, if you're at the grocery store and you're looking at the apples and you're like, which one do I get? Go to AppleRankings.com. One day I'll have an app where you'll just be able to quickly pull up this stuff. But for now, it's a website. Uh, and I used to think that, like, you know, there wasn't a, like, I didn't, I thought you just got an apple. There was a green one and there was a red one. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, was I wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And not only is it, like, they're accurate descriptions of what's good and what's not, they're, uh, it's, it's really funny. I've never seen your merch before, the Apple merch. Oh, yeah, I got some merch. <laughs> you, you can, can buy, buy you have apple for merch? your favorite apple and then it gives Brian's ranking, the number yes. and, uh, you know. A quick synopsis. Yes. Uh, you also dabble. You also dabble in the podcast world. Yes, of course. Yes, I am the co-host of the Nikki Glazer podcast, or the sidekick of the Nikki Glazer podcast, which is on uh, the internet. <laughs> it is on the internet. You this, can find. You're making it on fun of me internet. for the stylings line. <laughs> yeah, that's twice a week. That's going well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a great time doing yeah. that. And yeah, who is fun. she? 
Yeah, uh, 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 she us? is a professional bull rider. Actually. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's favorite bull rider. <laughs> Brian also um, wrote on, you know, Adam Conover's show. Adam. Oh yeah, that's video. how I met Adam. Well, no, it isn't. But that I can just lie. <laughs> they they not. Nobody's gonna look that. Up. I met Adam in a uh, samurai sword competition. Bet he's. Uh, he said the first person to cut me can feature for me at Helium. And Brian's like, I've never cut things ever. <laughs> that was the first thing he I ever broke cut. My own rules. <laughs> One of my favorite things is Brian. Um, Brian wrote something for Adam's show. I think about mattresses and like you know what the deal is with when you go to buy a mattress. Yeah. Adam, Ru- Adam Ruins Sleep. It was an episode of Adam Ruins Everything where I wrote about, it was called Adam Ruins Sleep, and it was about buying mattresses. At least one of the segments was. And how it's just, it's like a big scam and like. Yeah. You you, you did research on like all the ways to buy a mattress, like the best way to do this. Yes, yes. And then I have recently tried to purchase a mattress and I fell for every single scam. <laughs> Oh, no. That I wrote an episode of television about, <laughs> and I am currently wading through mattress hell. Really? Yes. What did you get? Did you get something you hate? I mean, I don't know if Listen I want to what he besmirch did. a brand on the. Don't but don't name the brand. Yeah. But. Okay, but it, so it's a brand that everyone knows. You might remember it. In fact, it might be in your memory. Uh, you, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> but they have a new, a brand new type of mattress. That is top of the line, the most expensive one, and I would like to describe it as a firm rubber brick that never breaks in. That's oh. what it was for me. And uh, I, had I to think re- I have the same mattress. Yes. Well, I returned it. I got another one, and it's it's a little bit better. But man, oh man, has it been tough sledding for old Bry <laughs> in the mattress world. But so, like, one of the things that he did on the show was like, there's some number, there's some stat that's like. You know what is it? It's like something like the amount of time you spend buying a mattress doesn't, or the amount of money amount doesn't of money. correlate. Yeah. So they say they've done studies where if you spend fifty thousand dollars on a mattress, your satisfaction with that mattress will be no different if you spend over fifteen hundred dollars on a mattress. So as long as you're not buying the cheapest mattress off of Craigslist, if you spend eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollars on a mattress, you will be just as happy as if you go and buy a horsehair Italian hand stitched <laughs> pillow top glory mattress yeah. from a prestigious uh Italian. I'm really fading out on these mattress words. Hastings is Swedish, and that's the horsehair one. Yeah. But so Brian goes into this. How long did it take for you? I went into the store, and I, well, this was my third time there. They got to know me by name, and I spent six hours laying in mattresses. I was there for so long. I was there for so long, the guy was was like, I I was supposed to take my lunch break, but don't worry. I'm not going to take my lunch break. I actually get a little pay bump if I skip my lunch break So if because I stay with the customer. So I was like, great. And then after a couple hours, he was like, I really got to take my lunch break, man. Can, I, <laughs> can you get out of here? Did you just pick something? And so you. So and then that, I said, I'll take my lunch break, too. I went and I got lunch, and we both came back together and laid in mattresses for another couple of hours. <laughs> I was there for so long, I made friends with other customers. We would lay down together and be like, what do you think about this? Yeah. And then and then I picked the wrong one oh, after all that. Just, just make a snap decision. Don't buy the most expensive mattress there is. That's always the wrong answer. Yeah. Always to me, wrong. always the most expensive means the best. 
But it's not. I know, I, but yeah. I, I'm... But in our heads, like, that's... that's we've we've yeah. fallen for yes. capitalism and advertising. And all yes. you do is put it, this is the best whatever on the package, I'm buying it. Yeah, yeah. it's like the documentaries. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're easily swayed. Dude, you have no idea. Oh, man, wow. she's falling for scams and stuff all the time. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, just wait till I get even older. It's gonna be bad. I'm going to be in a relationship with a dead celebrity. That's where it's heading. You know, a lot of people are saying that I'm the best guest that was ever on this radio show. Oh. I don't know if you heard. And, and he'll send us the invoice at the end of his time here. That's how we'll wait, know. Wait, what? All right, so uh, Brian Frangie hanging out with us uh, throughout the show, and um, we've got our Soft Rocktober song, the next featured song, Summer Breeze, Seals and Crofts. It's the Courtney Show on the Arch. The Courtney Show. It's finally Friday. Time for Brando to sing a song. Boy, oh boy, are you for in for a treat, Brian Frangie? Yeah, I'm ready. You or get to, you or get, a horrible experience. You get to witness uh, Brando's finally Friday song. All right. And you will hear the backing vocals of Brando. Wow. So it's Brando on Brando on Brando. Yeah, oh some God. some weeks. Many, many Brandos. And sometimes so, just a few. So the song, sometimes it's about something that happened in the show. Sometimes it's about something that's happening in the world. We never know, and we're just surprised along with everybody else listening. All right. And sometimes I need a little explanation, so I will explain this one a bit before we get into it. So it's homecoming week. Uh, where I live, my kids are in, I got one kid in high school, in eighth grade, and you know, whatever. So the high school are dealing with all the homecoming stuff. And for some reason, where I live, uh, in a little town called Waterloo, there's a lot of vandalism that kicks up during uh, homecoming, too. Mm. And so this song is, you know, inspired by the vandalism that struck at our home, along with, uh, you know, just the fun stuff that you'd expect in homecoming. So a little seasonal tune for you. Hope you enjoy in the trees and in the way Yard looking like it's in a parade No, it's not for a party That's just TP hanging on wow. Homecoming calls for clowning around And dancing with sweethearts Go party with your friends at night Then steal and ditch an old golf cart It's just TP hanging on. <laughs> now it's dirty and crusty, and that TP's hanging on. That's it. That's going to be in our trees for months and months, I'm Brando's sure. finally Friday song. Let's get a look at your traffic. Still to come, Hollywood Outsider. And tickets for you to win to Haludo Ween. You can go see Tim Convy for a show. Uh, on Friday, the 27th. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. Tonight through Sunday, Billy D. Washington is at Westport and Eddie Gosling is at Streets of St. Charles. Get those tickets at stlouisfunnybone.com. And hanging out with us this morning, Courtney Show friend, Brian Frangie. Yeah, Frangie. Yeah. Well, even Kim Kardashian. <laughs> He's not excited about himself. himself yeah. Uh, even Kim Kardashian 
Still gets acne. Guys, she gets acne. She deals with it. Just like us. Just like us. She says it can make her feel insecure, so that's why she's developing a line of acne products with her skincare line. Did you know what her skincare line is called? Wait, hold on, hold on. Skins? Like skims? Oh, skins? That's pretty good. It's called skin, but it's spelled S-K-K-N. (laughs) <laughs> uh, she right. says her, uh, it sounds like you're trying to suppress a sneeze yeah, like, <laughs> I feel better Anyway, so you can buy that at some point Kim's old buddy Paris Hilton is going to turn her book Paris the Memoir Into a TV series uh, Yeah, The Fanning Girls, Elle and Dakota Are going to help produce it and she's a producer as well So, I don't know A TV series? Yeah So she won't, like, someone will play her I guess Ellen Dakota should play Nikki in Paris. There you go. That's an idea. Hugh Jackman is working on his memoir, and it promised to, promises to be an interesting read. So according to... <laughs> this it, will be an interesting read, yes, mate. Right. It says, according to an insider, which I'm like, well, is it just him? Uh, it says, <laughs> quote, he's finally being honest with himself and the divorce. And the insider promises that there will be, quote, big bombshells. Yeah, that's a guy I never thought would get divorced. He was just like the happiest man on earth. Right? Yeah, Yeah. and they seem so cool and great. Yeah. What kind of bombshells? Oh, we know what the bombshells (laughs) are. You know what they're trying to imply. That that he's into guys? Yes. Don't you think that's what I'm assuming? That's what you always hear rumors. They're laying out there, but... Just because he likes to sing and dance. That is the only (laughs) reason. Well, yeah, but if it turns out, that's what's bad for the rumor thing is that if it turns out he is, I know. then it's like, well, I told all those people. Yes. We'll be like, so now any guy that likes to sing, and you don't have the Wolverine thing where you're like, <laughs> oh, Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a James Bond-themed reality show hitting Prime on November 10th. So it's called 007 Road to a Million. Brian Cox uh, yeah. is going to host it. Um, and then uh, they have nine everyday people, you know, and they're going on global adventures to compete in Bond-inspired challenges where they're climbing stuff and jumping out of airplanes or things like that, and they're trying to win a million pounds or a little over a million dollars. And are these guys with uh, training or anything, or is this just it like just says Brando this, trying to this save This is how the they need to pick the next Bond. Whoever wins, <laughs> if you win, is the new Bond. And if it's but only one, it's not like a judged competition. It's literally whoever survives. Yes, the rest are all dead. That's not a Bond thing. Like that's <laughs> that's weird. That's just a. That's not, what is a do with Bond, Bond challenge anyway? I don't. Well, when like, I think of James Bond, I think of like gadgets and stuff, not like Mission Impossible style climbing right. up a building. There's one little in like seducing thing where he, they're in like the car, but like the car maybe has oh, gadgets okay. in it. You're like, okay, maybe there's something with gadgets in one of them. And like Brian Cox is like the he's not just the host, but he's like. The bad guy. You know oh. what I mean? Like, he's setting all these, like, Mr. Bond, you'll never oh, get through this okay. challenge uh-huh. that I've made for you. It's kind of, okay. It's, it's you'll dumb. never be able to seduce this waitress. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be a great challenge. That would be insane. <laughs> <laughs> if they had to, like, change somebody's life yeah. and <laughs> take them back to their hotel room. The, um... <laughs> I read that Christopher Nolan might be doing two Bond films set in the 50s. Whoa. That's amazing. I love that. Makes a lot more sense. Might just be rumors, but... Call Chalamet. Let's get this done. (laughs) (laughs) You think Chalamet should be the next Bond? He should be all the Bonds. (laughs) 
He's, you should be Bond forever. I'm he still waiting old. for Idris. Yeah. Idris Elba I Bond. agree with what that. Happened to that? Yeah. Now he's too old, if they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's pretty great. No, he is. It would. I, I would love those two. A woman was scammed out of thousands of dollars from her retirement fund by a man pretending to be Barry Gibb. <sighs> so her name's Wanda. It's going to be me. I'm going to be Wanda. She <laughs> believed that she and Barry were in an online relationship together for some time. You may be wondering... Why didn't she ever sit down and do a little video chat with Barry at some point and discover maybe Barry wasn't Barry? Well, Barry said he didn't do video chats because in the past he had been blackmailed by a fan sure. after speaking them over the video. I don't know why. Yeah. They have a reason. Well, they did They, they did phone calls and he was like, hey, Wanda, <laughs> give me that money. <laughs> My brother's here. He wants to talk to. But they caught this guy. Uh, it took him to court and he's like, and I got nothing too big in <laughs> uh, Wanda said fake Barry told her he was going to leave his wife and for her and then he convinced her to start looking for a house for, so for them to move together and in together in Oregon so this is where it gets weird so fake Barry even introduced her to real Aaron Williams his friend obviously this is Barry uh, who was a realtor, and so she sent this guy $11,000 to pay for the house, which obviously is not a house, but maybe toward the home or something, and that's when they figured out this was, oh, this was not real. Wanda. So either Barry is Aaron or Aaron is an accomplice, and poor Wanda. No money for her. This is crazy. Al Michaels says he oh. is never, uh, he's a never vegetabler. So he says, Bryce just woke up. Yeah. Michael's what? Big Al Michaels fan? Big, uh, yeah, I mean, I like football. <laughs> well, so does he. Right? You know what he doesn't like? Vegetables. He says he That's has crazy. never in his life purposely eaten a single vegetable. Oh, my God. He's he's old. He's getting yeah, up 78. there. 78. Said he has never intentionally, he's like, I guess somebody slipped veggies in, in his food at some point. Like, <laughs> wow. That is shocking. Yeah, that is really wild. I, I would be like him if I didn't think like, okay, I have to eat some vegetables. Like, I just would I would never choose to eat a vegetable. No. <laughs> it I'm just would be insane. Like, yeah, I don't have cravings yeah. for... But this flies in the face of science. Yes, it does. This man yeah. is defying aging. <laughs> he should be dead. He should be eating broccoli every day. I mean, I would. If I could get it roasted, I'd be on <laughs> Malia Obama got caught smoking. So I remember a couple weeks ago, they had pictures of Sasha. Both of them? I yeah. didn't know. I Apparently thought that was the smoke. Mm. She's a smoking too. You can check out the trailer for the new Christmas slasher flick up on the blog today. It's called... It's a wonderful knife. Mm. <laughs> nice. yeah. sure I put it on the blog. I did not watch it. <laughs> but it's good. Dana Carvey shared a never-before-seen from uh, SNL. It was a short film about it's Charlie Chaplin. It's, I didn't get to watch it. It's funny. Is it good? Yeah, I liked watch. it. I guess uh, Smigel did it, too. So he did oh, it. Oh, that's good. It's funny. Oh. It's, it, and John Lovitz is in it. It's it's worth the three and a half minutes. It's it's humorous. Anybody know who Ty Dolla Sign is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course, Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, he posted video of uh, Kanye. I can't tell if you guys are telling the truth or not. No, uh, no. Posted a video of Kanye West cutting uh, a manicure short because mm-hmm. the nail tech was hurting him and he was very upset. I guess he says like, "It's my toes." He like explains <laughs> it. Or, uh, he gets up and it. leaves. Yeah. Oh, yeah? So people are thinking that's uh, going to be a funny thing. The Killers brought Sammy Hagar on stage the other night uh, to perform with them. They performed Why Can't This Be Love together. Oh, that's uh, pretty and then, cool. And then it's, it must have been like the best show ever. because It was a festival. In, okay. Because then earlier in the show, they brought Eddie Vedder up on stage Whoa. to sing uh, Tom Petty's The Waiting. Oh, man. I love that song. 
That's I'm sure awesome. Eddie's just like, why can't we do one of my songs? No, Eddie <laughs> loves Tom Petty. Oh, he's, like a, he's, he's always playing Tom Petty. But like Sammy does a Sammy song, and he's like, none of mine. New movies out this weekend. Or, uh, the, the big one is going to be The Exorcist Believer, even though it's got really bad ratings. Mm. The trailer is terrifying, though. Yeah. Maybe the movie's bad. And then uh, on the TV this weekend, you've got uh, Reptile. That's on Netflix. We've talked about it before. Justin Timberlake, Benicio Del Toro, Alicia Silverstone are all in that. That's available starting today on Netflix. That Pet Cemetery prequel is available on Paramount+. Plus. It's called Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. It looks it looks it looks good. Cool. I mean, if you're into that that, sort of does, thing. Did Stephen King have anything to do with it? I cannot believe that he does. By the way, I, I, I just mentioned it. I discovered a new NBC show the other night. It's really good. Found. Found. Mm. Yeah. Oh, uh, with, with Zach from yes, Saved by the Bell. It's good. So he's like He's bad. He's, he's like a bad guy. Yeah. He's in yeah. a basement. Yes. But he's helping her solve crimes. Because he has to because ah, he's a yes. prisoner. Because he's a prisoner. But nobody kidna- knows he's there. Because he kidnapped her when yeah. she was young. And now she's kidnapped. Now she has an agency where she finds kidnapped children. And he mm. helps because he's got the mind of a kid. Yeah. Like a Hannibal Lecter type. Yeah, it's pretty. Yes. I, it's enjoyable. Lambs. He's good, man. I hope he, I know Franklin and Bash was kind of a hit, but I hope he has <laughs> something. It was. It was successful, whether we've seen it or not. I know. I'm not going to laugh at that after going in on suits. And going toe-to-toe mm. with Breck and Meyer, like that's not an easy <laughs> Not an easy <laughs> And he did it. He held his own. Especially but I hope, not nose-to-nose. It's he's good. A wee little fella. It's worth <laughs> A watch, the at least the pilot. Mm. Interesting. All right. The uh, the pet cemetery thing. You asked if Stephen King was involved. It is a the in the original. The old guy tells a bunch of stories about him back in the day, and that Herman Munster. Yeah, Herman Munster. The the lead in this, I believe it's a series. Yeah, is the Herman Munster oh, character. Oh, cool. is like an extrapolation when it started, and there are stories that he tells in that original movie, and I and, and or, or at least in the book for sure. Mm-hmm. And those are the stories, the flashback scenes that this TV show is based okay. on. Okay, so this got his yeah. fingerprints are on it. Think of it that way. Uh, I'm Rando, your Hollywood outsider. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to give away some tickets right now? The yeah. laughs at the Lincoln. Laughs. We got a lot to give away. Today. Yes, laughs at the Lincoln at the Lincoln Theater in beautiful Belleville, Illinois. It is the Courtney Show comedy production. Uh, we did it back in February with Greg Warren. This one, October 13th. My God, that's next Friday. Yeah, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Headliner is Ryan Hamilton. I also just found out we got a very funny opener that we'll announce next week. I'm excited about. But Ryan Hamilton's going to be there. We're going to be there. A big special finale we'll start talking about next week. Uh, it's sold out. But if you want tickets, go ahead and call right now. We'll take caller number... 10. 10? 10. Oh. Well, I should have had Brian pick a number, but it's too late now. Brian already said it. I would have said 10. <laughs> okay, no, good. good. Yeah. Uh, caller number 10 right now. Laughs the Lincoln tickets for next Friday. 314-954-1065 or in Illinois, 618-398-1065. Call now. Good luck. The Courtney Show. Congratulations. Jim Lunt of Baldwin Mo. He's going to be joining us next Friday for Laughs at the Lincoln. Whole show is going to be there, uh, starring Ryan Hamilton, and uh, we have an opener that will be announced next week. Hopefully, a great finale as well. Working on that. Oh, it' going to be great. This finale is really stressing me out. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Good. It makes it worth it. Does it? We'll see. It's stressing me out too. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna rebrand this to Courtney Show Comedy, right? That's what we're going to call it from now on. We're going to come up with a new name. Yes, Because yes. it feels like it's the it's it belongs to the Lincoln, but it doesn't. It, it's this is like the official Courtney show 
thing that we're doing. But it's our official venue for, for yes. the comedy night. Yep. We appreciate the Lincoln uh, being a part of it. But yeah, I mean, this this is this is our this is our big Tim's thing. Tim's working on getting those comics, putting it together along with the Lincoln Theater. So. I mean, it really should be called the Tim Convy Comedy Special. <laughs> yeah. And then no one would show up. We're being honest. It, it would really be the should. Tim Convy comedy, comedy Special without Tim Convy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, uh, what's his face? Paisley. Oh, yeah. Brad Paisley does Pull all me. those uh, comedy shows. Yeah. What? Yeah. Paisley, there's a comedy special on Netflix. It's, pay, it's just Brad Paisley presents, and I guess he just introduces them. I mean, he's not a comic. So but he loves comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's good on um, Dangerfield. Used to do it too. Oh, really? There's a lot of, or like the, there's a Tiffany Haddish thing that's that she presents. Bill Burr. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Burr. Right. Yeah, he does it too. Yeah. Yeah, you just want to show ringers. showcase some newer comics. Yeah. Then a, yeah, a headliner's name on there, but they don't actually show up. I so like the newer comics. Oh, like, right. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! We're less good than the guy yeah. you like. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Frangi hanging out with us in studio this morning, and you can see him tonight and tomorrow. Helium Comedy Club opening for Adam Conover, and uh, Brian's got all his own stuff though himself. He does the podcast with Nikki Glazer, mm-hmm. who we're familiar with. Hopefully, Nikki's going to pop by today. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I think in ten minutes, something like that. Oh, all right, alert the five best, besties, right? Five 510. She and Brian are old pals. They've known each other for a long time. And you guys do the podcast twice a week. Yeah, twice a week. And, and Chris comes on every once in a while. He does. How are yeah. those? That, what, what do you guys talk about? Because I am not going in listening. I would like to, but... Some of the quotes from like listeners say that those the episodes where I'm on are like, I don't know, elite gets thrown around a lot. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? Some of the best eps. Yeah. <laughs> It's also it's also good when someone's in the studio with Nikki and when Chris is there, he's in studio live with her, and that's really good because I do it remotely. So and Nikki and I are working on our chemistry, but it's it's coming along. <laughs> it's coming along for sure. Someday. I, the other day we were we were doing the show and we asked everybody we asked everybody who like what they're what they're like good at or known for or whatever something like that because I think we did something like that on this show, and uh, and Brian's was he's good at betting. Like oh, he, yeah. he thinks he can make a career at betting. Like he always seems to Sport, make money. At sports? Yeah, I can. I can gamble on sports pretty effectively. Horse I, racing? Anything? No, not not horse. Well, but no, do, not horse racing. What about no. golf? But like Hungarian women's basketball. Like he, yes. they, he bets on strange things. Yes, I will bet on yeah Indonesian basketball and ping pong and really? stuff like that, and you know, and NFL and. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I think there's no downside to gambling and pretty much a win-win. I don't understand why everyone doesn't do it. That's where you and I uh, see eye to eye. Yeah. I totally agree. I don't think there should be a bar in America that doesn't have a slot machine. That's right. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, do you have, you have like an app? And I think that I would be... It would be a problem for me, I think. Yeah. No, I'm, it's uh, it can be a definitely if you have a problem, you should stop. Because it's really easy. <laughs> but, but, but aside from that, there's no downside. But if you're if you keep winning, there is no problem. There you, there's no. really no amount of money you could gamble that would cause a problem in your life if you just win every time. Uh, do you ever have a bet and then they notify you to say, "Hey, we'll give you a payout of this." And you can take it and walk away. Sure, yeah, it's that happens. Be, does it happen a lot? Uh, well, you know, if, if it's clear you're going to win, yeah. then you can cash out. And there are occasions when that 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 price hits the mark where you do cash out. Yeah. But most of the time, it's like, no, nah, 
you're doing this because you think I'm going to win, uh, and I'm taking it all. <laughs> Way to go, Brian. Yeah. I like that about you. Sticking it to the man. I'm sticking it to the man. He's taking it back for all of us Yeah, <laughs> that lose bets. Now, constantly. are you going to buy uh, Powerball tickets? So, yeah, me and my high school friends do uh, Powerball. You know, like we're all pool? splitting it together. Yeah, and we never win that. No, that's a scam. That's crazy. Yeah. No, well, there'll be like a hundred numbers on our on our tickets, yeah. and like not even one of them. We'll pick every single number, and then somehow no number we, <laughs> <laughs> we select. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And and don't you also believe that at this point when it gets this big, let's spread it out state by state. Yeah. Let's every state have a winner. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. There's not one person that needs all that money. No. 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 Like let's change it up. Yeah. Everyone should get ten thousand dollars. I mean, a billion, giving a person a billion dollars who's never had even $100,000 is a problem. Like, that person is going to do something wrong with that money. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. They're not going to set up a trust for future generations with their billion dollars. Yeah, that is a (laughs) dangerous amount of money. They're not going to be the new Heinz family. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brian. Inventing ketchups? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, you know, one of those families that has money because of what their ancestors did before them. Yes. Uh, Frangie hanging out with us in the studio. We got Randos coming up. We've got Survey Says. Nikki Glazer is going to be popping by pretty soon. So a lot to still get to, plus rock, uh, Soft Rocktober continues. Oh, yeah. And a giveaway. It goes along with that, too. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. Visit our website, which is called saltandsmokebarbecue.com, and figure out how to ship people food through the mail or host a party and let us cater it. Just do it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine, I promise. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke, and oh, hey, barbecue. Look. I'll shoot you straight. Times are tough. Our daubers are down. Could you maybe help a guy out and buy a sandwich? Or maybe throw a party for your neighbors and let us cater it? Really, we'll take whatever we can get. Please. Salt and smoke. The Courtney Show. Congratulations, Jim Lunt of Baldwin Mo. He's going to be joining us next Friday for Laughs at the Lincoln. Whole show is going to be there. Uh, starring Ryan Hamilton, and uh, we have an opener that will be announced next week. Hopefully a great finale as well. Working on that. Oh, it's going to be great. This finale's really stressing me out, so I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Good. It makes it worth it. Does it? We'll see. Stressing me out, too. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to rebrand this to Courtney Show Comedy, right? That's what we're going to call it from now on, or we're going to come up with a new name? Yes, yes. Because it feels like it's the, it's the it belongs to the Lincoln, but it doesn't. It, it's This is like the official Courtney Show thing that we're doing. But it's our official venue for, for yes. the comedy night. Yep. We appreciate the Lincoln uh, being a part of it. But yeah, I mean, it's, this is this is our... This is our big thing. Tim's working on getting those comics, putting it together along with the Lincoln Theater. So, I mean, it really should be called the Tim Convy Comedy Special. (laughs) And then no one would show up. We're being honest. It It would be the Tim Convy Comedy comedy Special without Tim (laughs) Convy. Well, it's like, uh, what's his face? Paisley. Oh, yeah. Brad Paisley does all those uh, comedy shows. Yeah. What? Yeah. Paisley, there's a comedy special on Netflix. It's It's just Brad Paisley presents, and I guess he just introduces them. I mean, he's not a comic. So but he loves comedy. Yeah. yeah he's Didn't, good on... Um, Dangerfield used to do it, too. Oh, really? Back there's, a lot the of, or like the, there's a Tiffany Haddish thing that's that she presents. Bill Burr. And, yeah, oh, yeah, Bill Burr, right. Yeah, he does it, too. Yeah. Yeah, you just want to show, showcase some newer comics. Yeah. And uh, get a headliner's name on there, but they don't actually show up. 
I so like the, the newer comics. Like, right. Surprise! Surprise! Yeah. We're less good than the guy yeah. you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Frangie hanging out with us in studio this morning, and you can see him tonight and tomorrow. Helium Comedy Club opening for Adam Conover, and uh, Brian's got all his own stuff though himself. He does the podcast with Nikki Glazer, mm-hmm. who we're familiar with. Hopefully, Nikki's going to pop by today. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I think in 10 minutes, something like that. Oh, All right. Alert the Five. Best, besties, right? Five ten. She and Brian are old pals. They've known each other for a long time. And you guys do the podcast twice a week. Yeah, twice a week. And, and Chris comes on every once in a while. He does. How are yeah. those? How, what, what do you guys talk about? Because I... I'm not going in listening. I would like to, but... Some of the quotes from, like, listeners say that those... The episodes where I'm on are, like, I don't know, elite gets thrown around a lot. (laughs) Brian, what do you think? Some of the best eps. Yeah. It's also it's also good when someone's in the studio with Nikki and when Chris is there, he's in studio live with her. And that's really good because I do it remotely. So. And Nikki and I are working on our chemistry, but it's it's coming along. <laughs> it's coming along for sure. Someday. I, the other day we were we were doing the show and we asked everybody we asked everybody who like what they're what they're like good at or known for or whatever, something like that. Because I think we did something like that on this show. And uh, and Brian's was he's good at betting. Like oh, he, yeah. he thinks he can make a career at betting. Like he always seems to Sport, make money. At sports? Yeah, I can. I can gamble on sports pretty effectively. Horse like, racing? Anything? No, not not horse. Well, but he'll no, do, not horse racing. What about but, golf? But like Hungarian women's basketball. Like he, yes. he, they, he bets on strange things. Yes, I will bet on yeah Indonesian basketball and ping pong and really? stuff like that, and Every you know, week? and NFL and. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I think there's no downside to gambling and pretty much a win-win. I don't understand why everyone doesn't do it. That's where you and I uh, see eye to eye. Yeah. I totally agree. I don't think there should be a bar in America that doesn't have a slot machine. That's right. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, do you have, you have like an app? And I think that I would be... It would be a problem for me, I think. Yeah. No, I'm, it's uh, it can be a definitely if you have a problem, you should stop. It's really easy. <laughs> but, but, but aside from that, there's no downside. But if you're if you keep winning, there is no problem. There you, there's no. really no amount of money you could gamble that would cause a problem in your life if you just win every time. Uh, do you ever have a bet and then they notify you to say, "Hey, we'll give you a payout of this." And you can take it and walk away. Sure, yeah, it's that happens. Be, does it happen a lot? Uh, well, you know, if, if it's clear you're going to win, yeah. then you can cash out. And there are occasions when that 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 price hits the mark where you do cash out. Yeah. But most of the time, it's like, no, you're doing this because you think I'm going to win, uh, and I'm taking it all. <laughs> Way to go, Brian. Yeah, I like that about you. Sticking it to the man. I'm sticking it to the man. He's taking it back for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> that lose bets. Now, constantly. are you going to buy uh, Powerball tickets? So yeah, I mean, my high school friends do a uh, Powerball. You know, like we're all pool. splitting it together. Yeah, and we never win that. No, that's a scam. It's crazy. Yeah. No, well, there'll be like a hundred numbers on our on our tickets, yeah. and like not even one of them. We'll pick every single number, and then somehow no number we, <laughs> we select. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And and don't you also believe that at this point when it gets this big, let's spread it out state by state. Yeah. Let's every state have a winner. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. there's not one person that needs all that money. No. 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 Like let's change it up. Yeah, everyone should get ten thousand dollars. I mean, a billion, giving a person a billion dollars who has never had 
even $100,000 is a problem. Like, that person is going to do something wrong with oh, that money. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. They're not going to set up a trust for future they generations with their billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, that is a <laughs> no, dangerous they're not, not going to be the new Heinz no. family. <laughs> <laughs> at all. all right, Brian. Inventing ketchups? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, one of those families that has money because of what their ancestors right, did before right. them. Yes. Uh, Frangie hanging out with us in the studio. We got Randos coming up. We've got Survey Says. Nikki Glazer is going to be uh, popping by pretty soon. So a lot to still get to, plus rock, uh, Soft Rocktober continues. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, you were smart. You get to listen to all this great Courtney Show podcast without all the Bruno Mars. Afterwards, why don't you grab a sandwich from Salt and Smoke? Courtney's great. You're great. Tim's great. Chris is weird. Anyway, get some barbecue at Salt and Smoke. The Courtney Show. Brando's, Brando's. Brando's, Brando's. These stores, uh, stories are random, Brian. Yes. You will find no no, no, no consistency from story to story. Jumps all over the place. Okay. Are you ready for this roller coaster? Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, here we go. The uh, ring, you know, your uh, ring cameras, like the, the doorbell thing, ring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ring. Anyway, ring is offering to pay a million dollars if your doorbell camera catches actual footage of aliens. <laughs> Man, okay. they're going to get nice so, work, so much. So many submissions. <laughs> I respect that. So it's a contest uh, called a million dollar search for extraterrestrials. Yeah. Really on the nose with that name. Uh, you have until November 3rd to submit. I know it's such a short period of time. They're like, after that, we don't care about aliens. Uh, it has to be indisputable evidence that aliens are here. Well, so it's they- probably one of those things like it's people that think that they've caught something prior even. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, the, the video doesn't have to happen between now and November 3rd. Right, yeah, you just, that's when the, you need to submit your video. I've got bad news. If you, if you catch aliens on your ring camera, you can sell that video for far more than a million dollars. Yeah. Actual alien yeah. footage. I think there's lots of people that would like to get, get a hold of that and yeah. see it, and they'll pay you whatever you need. Uh, but they say it's got to be legal, you know, legit, not legal, le- legit it has footage. has to be legal. Yeah, the, the aliens have to sign off on the release. <laughs> Eighteen or over, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or eighteen million. We don't know the area. What do you want to bet that doctor in Mexico is the first one to? Come oh up yeah, with this? yeah. The you guy just, that every five years is like found another carcass. You just see that carcass go walking yeah. by, like, like someone <laughs> holding it up behind them. Uh, you'll get fifty thousand dollars a year for two decades if you if you win. Uh, but they say if you fake anything or you CGI or whatever, you are disqualified. <sighs> Um, but they are giving out. This is what I think will be the more, the more interesting angle of it. Unless someone actually finds aliens, I'm not going to discredit it. Uh, they say they're giving out $500 Amazon gift cards for the quote most creative submissions that don't qualify for the million dollar okay, prize. Okay. So you could submit your own like goofy ones. Yeah, and those might be fun because basically they weren't going to get any real submissions. <laughs> yeah, oh well, no, I'm sure. Some, but Brian used to do conspiracy theory podcasts. And you guys talked quite a bit about aliens. I would imagine the man. I, I this guy wasn't from Mexico. This guy was from New Mexico with the alien carcasses who, who mm-hmm. killed who killed gray aliens with a samurai sword on his ranch.
Ranch? This, is this guy you're talking about? The recent mm. one? Oh, no, because there was a guy back yeah, this... in the day who would kill uh, gray aliens with a samurai sword on, on his ranch, and the carcasses would mysteriously disappear by the next morning, so oh. you'd never have the evidence. <laughs> but I got another one last night. I covered that guy on my podcast way back in the day, and uh, that guy caught wind of me talking about him, and then he talked to a local newspaper about how I was, he had a vendetta against me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't seem stable, man. No, he does not. I wouldn't mess with that. And never, so far, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he would definitely beat you in a in some sort of a samurai match because you don't cut things. No, I don't cut things. And <laughs> well, that one time. He had a lot of practice, too. Oh, man. Uh, Earth just had its hottest June, July, and August on record, but it's getting better, right? Nope. They think uh, will be also the hottest September ever. Uh, ever. Uh, they say 2023 is on track to be the hottest year we have ever seen. Man, this, this year's on fire. It's <laughs> <laughs> in fuego. Uh, today is National Transfer Money to Your Daughter Day. Oh my oh gosh. Boy. How do you even come up with that? Did, did Amelia just do all your brandos today? <laughs> I think she's, she's just sitting at home like, she's <laughs> He'll fall for it. He's simple. I want one of those. What does she like? Those little stuffed animals. Oh, the the smush smushmallows. Yeah, she was into mm-hmm. those pretty hard there. Over the past week, a Halloween decoration at Target has gone viral. Okay. So it is one of the giant tall ones. It's eight foot tall. It's got like a jack o' lantern head and like orange hands. I posted it. Um, it's a hundred and eighty dollars, and his name is Lewis, and he talks. So you press a little button and Lewis will talk to you and it's all part of a thing. He'll be like, he'll say like, I am not a jack-o'-lantern. My name is Lewis. Okay. And he'll say other things like trick or treat, all you creepy crawlers. And hello, hello. I'm so happy you could carve out some time to come out tonight. Why is it so gone? What's so big about it's it? Always, it's always TikTok. So is Lewis, it also because it's not available? Well, no, I think people started videoing themselves going at Target, like meeting him and like mm. pressing the button, well, having hello, conversations. Lewis. And so people would see it on TikTok, like, we got to get this. Lewis, it's the greatest thing ever. And so now they're completely sold out. Wow. Now, people have created T-shirts inspired by Lewis. It's the internet ironic liking something that's just, it keeps happening over and over again. It's like people don't actually think this is amazing. They're just like, it's funny that we all are pretending that this is amazing. Yeah, And we're going to drive up the sales of it and then it, it, it's the snake eating its tail. Like the Home Depot skeleton is worthy of having some excitement because that thing is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And funny. That thing's Mm -hmm. awesome. And and they don't have a lot of them. They're not. Well, now there's. Now, yeah. now there's but more. They, they We've never made up. a ton of them because they're like, who's going to buy this giant yeah. skeleton? We can't. People make are misinterpreting. People are going to misinterpret this too. And Hollywood next year is going to have a, a Lewis, Lewis movie yes. coming out. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be like, why didn't anybody watch this movie? I'm calling it right here on yeah. the Courtney Show. Lewis. When the Lewis trailer comes out. <laughs> It might not be next year. It might be the next following yeah, it's year. it's going to take a little time. I called it here in 2023, the hottest year on record. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, that's your randos. We do have tickets. Do you want to give for the do the uh, Derek Huff? Yep. Tickets. Symphony now? of Dance. We're celebrating Soft Rocktober with a different ticket each week. This week it has been Derek Huff Symphony of Dance. It's going to be at the Stiefel Theater on November fifth, and you can win tickets right now. You're going to be qualified for the grand prize for Soft Rocktober at the end of the month. Four tickets to see Air Supply and dinner at River City Casino and Hotel. So call her twenty right now. Uh, you win those Derek Huff tickets, 314-954-1065-618-398-1065. And Soft Rock, uh, Soft Rock October continues. Vision Quest, Madonna, crazy for you on The Courtney Show. Oh, hey, you're listening to The Courtney Show podcast, fueled by Salt and Smoke. The Courtney Show. It's time to play. Time to play survey says we're going to play. Congratulations to Aaron Pippett of Eureka. Of Eureka. He won the tickets to see Derek Huff Symphony of Dance at the Stiefel Theater. uh, And he is in that grand prize drawing for uh, Software October's grand prize, which is air supply tickets, four of them, and dinner at River City Casino and Hotel. Um, I think Emily's upset with me because I sent her a text earlier. And told her, hey, we've got a full studio. We don't, you know, we just, I'm going to, somebody on the show is going to do it. And she didn't get the text. And then she was out in front of the studio and I. You think she's upset? I don't know. I feel bad. I feel very guilty. you think guilty. she was just being like, okay, cool. And you feel bad. I feel bad. I, I don't know. I said it in front of uh, a Keith. And oh, I think she's Keith. like, oh, you just fired me in front of my boss. <laughs> like, she was joking. But I feel bad. It just, we have a full studio. Brian Frangie's here. I'm sorry. The whole show's here. Well, um, I mean, plus lately, she has not. No, that's not true. Job. She I mean, does an we excellent job. She'll be back air. next week. The normal host of Survey <laughs> Says. But today, Chris Convey is going to do the honors. It's going to be me. Yeah. Upgrade alert. <laughs> I, I choose me. I choose me. All right, first one up. Who on the show was probably on homecoming court? We didn't have homecoming court. Who on the show was probably I'm going to say Brando. Mm. Yeah, he, I think he said that before that he was. I was so, on prom. So some people said some people said she like was a cheerleader. Place. So some people said and I was Courtney. not a cheerleader. I, I feel like they'll say Courtney. I was not. I will just tell you now. Did you guys have homecoming court? We did. Why weren't you on it? Not popular enough, I guess. What? Mm. Courtney Landrum? No. If they could see you now. You're the face of Altoff. (laughs) Not in 86. (laughs) (laughs) Or 85, whatever year that was. Is that something you wanted? Do you remember being disappointed? No, I was fine with it. Okay. Mm. Somebody said about Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably what directly led you into media. (laughs) I'll, I'll show them. I'll show, show them all. If they could see me now. <laughs> <laughs> the winner of this one is Tim. Tim, I see oh, that. Yeah. And well, he just talked about all the dances he went to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like that's seven true. Of them. Yeah. Somebody said the TC crown has been passed down. TC, TC2, TC3. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of people thought, some people thought Courtney, too, said she was ponying all around that Oh, school. yeah, that's, that's why true. I did not. That's what led to the demise of my votes. And then Too then she, she has court in her name. Yeah, ah, you would think. It would have worked point. out perfectly, Altoff. Yeah. Okay, next up. Who on the show would probably TP somebody else's house? Oh, wow. Um, Chris. I no question. Brando Chris just is sung getting, that whole song about it. It's true. I mean. Chris is getting all the votes for this. I think Chris, yeah. Yeah, I got like, a bunch. Like, did back in the day or as an adult would be like, eh, you know, as an adult or back at in any, the day. At yeah, any right. point in time. 
Uh, somebody said about me, he seems like a mischievous type. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said, just seems like he would be the type to do something like that. Wow. Yeah. He but, loves a prank. Yes. Well, yeah, and you, positive you pranks. decorated the positive studios pranks? a couple yes. times. Yeah. I pitched something called Positive Pranks on Nikki and Brian's podcast. Like it's a nice prank. Yeah, you got to do it's a positive prank. It's not going to hurt prank. you. Yeah. yeah. Somebody said, yeah, it's good. You'll just- be delighted that it happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tag. That's the tag. <laughs> <laughs> but the person who won this one was actually Brando. Hey. Oh, really? Yeah, Brando won. They're my, probably more mean-spirited pranks then. Yeah. Brando got number one. Courtney got number two. I got number three and two. Oh, wow. Number wow. Four. I just read that one. It's just the Yeah, somebody put guy. Brando uh, Payback. Oh, yeah. No, well, yeah. Oh, revenge. Yeah. Revenge. And Going then somebody after. said Courtney because she's from the 618. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Dog. Shots fired. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with it. We just put for sale signs in people's yards. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That was the move. Mm. Or putting, like, the political party of, like, the people they don't like. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Okay, next up, who on the show will probably go to a blues game or probably be the first to go to a blues game this season? Oh, one of the I think we all go boys. to about the same amount. Oh, mm-hmm. I think these guys go a lot more. I went very little last year. I did too. Uh, I think I went to. I remember you went with Nikki four, about a couple. Oh times. yeah, Chris oh, went oh, to quite right. a few. Yeah, yeah. I'll say few. Chris because just because of last season. Yeah. You would be correct. I won mm. by a landslide. Wow, <laughs> landslide. Tim got second, and then. Courtney and Brando got where they were about tied. I want to go more this year, but yeah. a lot of people. But a lot of people were like, "It's because of sport, you know, sporty sports." <laughs> oh yeah, you're our sports you know, uh, sports yeah. journalist. Yeah, like sports interviews. Sports the clubhouse. Somebody wrote, "Sports are him," <laughs> <laughs> which is the greatest compliment. I ever. know you love that, don't <laughs> you? <laughs> you're getting that framed. Yeah. <laughs> that comment. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I used to tell people I was an NBA that I was a natural born athlete. <laughs> It was a, it was a brag I had for a while. Uh, who on the show next up? Who on the show is probably the best at keeping mums alive? Well, it's, if Alex was a choice, she would get dead last. It's, um, that's the whole point of mums is that they're they're hardy, right? Like it's fairly easy. Well, isn't it? We isn't that why we do them in the fall? We just got year. some last weekend. You did? Yeah. How are they looking? Mum and right Did you along. do that submerging thing? I, ta- I no, told. No, I forgot you about? about that. Do it. Because okay. I want to see if it works. Okay. They dry out fast. That's what I'm weekend. saying. You yep. submerge for like 30 minutes to an hour. Hmm. You submerge them in a bucket. I think, they'll, I think they'll say Courtney because once. of the Crepe Myrtle. Well, Crepe Myrtle, she was on her own and she she survived. She yeah. survived me doing nothing. She survived. But uh, Brian has plants all over his house. He's got a bit of a green thumb. Do you know anything about mums? Don't know what mums are. I, thought, I think it's a character from Popeye or something. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of something that's even close yeah. to that. Nikki and I both gave Brian plants at some point, like seven yes. or eight years ago, and mm-hmm. he he has turned them into several other plants. He's really? Like propagated them. And, really? Yes. And, and I've grown- given them a, a, other to other people. So they're, they're a plant that you gave me is now in many people's homes across the uh, world. Oh, that is a beautiful thing. That's pretty that? incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like so I'm, I'm voting for Brian. So Brian yes, everybody <laughs> has resubmitted the vote and now Brian is the winner. Uh, Courtney and Brando were like, in, like very, very, very close and Courtney ended up winning by just like 0.3%. I'm points. up for the challenge. I think that crepe. I'll go get some. Oh, we'll kill him. You, I'll win. see what happens. I got last place by an embarrassing you're amount. not home. Uh, who on the show w- could actually pull off Lederhosen? 
Well, you got the calves of the convies. Mm, yeah, that was a lot of people saying uh, Great point. Um, but then some people said skater legs. Skater legs. <laughs> Doesn't sound good for some reason. I think they'll say... I'm going to say one of the convies is going to get this. Yeah. We'll I mean, I think Brando's got a fine set of legs as well. He oh, does. He really does. And listen, if he was on... Any other radio show, <laughs> they'd be the winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, there's no doubt they are great. You're not wrong about that at all. It's really remarkable what we've put together here in this room. Leg, I mean, the Cody legs. recruits people based on cash. Yeah. <laughs> let's see, Brian, Brian, let's see what you got. <laughs> what are you working with, St. Louis? You might be staying no. here permanently. <laughs> Marty's like, we got this guy. He's pretty funny. We got this guy. He's pretty smart. She's like, let me see the legs. Oh, <laughs> them legs. I have no idea. It's got to be one of you two. They talked about the calves. They say I like. Radio's Tim Convey, and he has the legs and personality to pull it off. Mm. Somebody said about me, he's fit, even though he has a weak core. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about Which is very, more. very true. Uh, but at the end of the day, oh, and then some people said Brando, he's a country boy. Um, and he would have the most seems, places to wear the Lederhosen. Seems mm, German. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I like. Uh, and along with a flannel. The preferred clothing of the woodsmen, but in the end, the winner of this was me. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. It was me. So I got first, and then Tim was right behind me, and right behind that was. I think we should start having to do whatever the winner, like whoever wins. Like, I'm going to get some mums, see what happens. I think at some point you got to put some leaderhoods on. on. Well, we used to wear it when we were young. We had a, I think we still have it. I mean, but it probably My mom used to dress my brother in weird leaderhoods and things. Why did we do this? Like it was leather. I remember it was a leather. Yeah. Nathan's, Nathan's got a fresh set of lederhosen. So <laughs> you really want to make that dream come true. Oh through. yes, we do. Brian, this would be the month. You, I'm sure people out on Long Island, all your Italian neighbors weren't wearing lederhosen around. <laughs> no, no, everyone there wore a big salami costumes. <laughs> yeah. A little different culture. <laughs> all right, thanks everybody who voted. That was your survey says. We just played. We just played survey says. We had fun playing survey says. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. Playing some first five notes, and we're playing for Ludo tickets. So if you want to play, go ahead and call us right now. 314-954-1065 or in Illinois, 618-398-1065. Ludo coming to town. Halloween, October 27th, 28th, 29th. Yep, it's my band. It is a great way to celebrate Halloween, whether you know the Ludo music or not. But if you don't know the Ludo music, what are you doing? Brian Frangie came in. Uh, oh, my set. God. We did a little comedy show as a yes. part of Halloween last year. And, uh, yeah, you got to see the it show. It was one of the best weekends of my life. Halloween <laughs> is incredible. The show is incredible. The fans are incredible. The music's incredible. And it's a whole, like, festival experience. There's other... I got tarot card readings. I bought a sweater. <laughs> I, did a, I did a hayride. <laughs> It is no, a it cool, was amazing. But <laughs> well, you've got you a cool, a you've got a cool opener this year too, a, a, a musical. Yeah, so we've got uh, it's all different people. So Friday night is I Fight Dragons, who are incredible, and Clownvis. Do you know Clownvis? Uh, yes, I love Clownvis. You don't I know Clownvis. He's Elvis. He's a, a clown Elvis oh. Presley impersonator, and he's one of my absolute just oh, favorite cool. people ever. Uh, that's Friday. Saturday is Treaty of Paris and Rebecca Jaffe. Sunday is Tom Higginson, the lead singer of the Plain White Tees. 
Beast, the guy who wrote wow. Hey There, Delilah, is opening oh for us. God. Anyway, great shows, and I think we have a caller for First Five Notes. We do, indeed. But I want to first tell you that First Five Notes is brought to you by Carol House Furniture. Uh, Furni- Carol House Furniture is growing and hiring, and if you like top pay, join the Carol House family. All right, a contestant today is Chrissy from Arnold. Hey, Chrissy. Hi, how are you? We're great. We're doing well. How are, uh, you're doing great today. You got big plans this weekend? Um, no, I am going to have a relaxing weekend at home doing nothing. Okay, yeah. Save yourself up for the end of October because that is when Halloween is, and you're going to be there on Friday the 27th if you get two out of three in first five notes. You're going to go head-to-head with our in-studio guest, Brian Frangi, this morning, okay? Okay. All right. So she has first uh, shot at it, Brian. You may we may never hear from you. <laughs> that's, that's preferred. All right. Oh, this works. All right. So just get two out of three. You win those tickets. Are you ready to go? Yep. Here's song number one, Chrissy. <sighs> I can you play it again? There's whistling yeah, in it that comes in after. Is it the Scorpions? No, no, but I respect that guess. Similar uh, decade. (laughs) (laughs) All we need is just a little... That was really good. Yes! I thought our whistling was pretty darn good. (laughs) I would have gotten it. I would have, too. All right, that's one, Chrissy. You just need one more to win these tickets. I think you're going to do it on this one. Here's song number two. Not expensive, but cheap. Yep. Trick. No. No. Where you went with that? Let me let me try a different one. If I say, uh, if I'm saying goodbye, I might say blank blank later. (laughs) See you later. Yeah, we'll take that. See ya. See ya. That's a big win because you're a good clue getter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One, one more though. One more. Okay. And Brian, if you know it, jump in. Yeah, this one is uh, it's anybody's game on this one. Here's song number three. Is that uh, Disneyland? Disney? Is it Creed? Oh. It is Creed. It's Creed. It does. It does. It does. But uh, that's a big win, Chrissy. Good job, Brian. Feels good, hey, doesn't it? Know everybody. Wins. Brian loves Creed. Go see him, <laughs> go see him in Helium this weekend. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Chrissy, we have a pair of tickets for you to join Tim Convy and his band Ludo for Halloween on Friday, October twenty seventh. We'll get those tickets to you. Tickets available though uh, for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at we can go to one zero six five thearchcom for all the information. We'll play first five notes next week on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Yeah, we're ending the show. We just got a cake. It is It is so cool. Totally Killer? Is that the name? Totally Killer. It's a movie on Prime Video. On Prime. And I believe the killer is here. 
There's a killer in the and studio. I should be more nervous. What's the movie than I really called? Uh, totally Killer, streaming today on Prime Video. Uh, it's the story of the infamous, infamous uh, Sweet Sixteen killer. Uh, they returned 35 he just years. Waved. 35 <laughs> years. Uh, 17 year old Jamie accidentally travels back in time uh, and tries to, s- to find the Sweet Sixteen killer. Oh, and ah. that's, uh, oh, and it's. It looks like a throwback, too. It's, it's the says, gal from uh, um, Mad Men, the daughter. What's her name? Yes, Kiernan Shipko. Oh, there it I'm is. So, okay, I know this. And mm. it says murder is so 1987. Is it? Is it set in 19? 19- she goes back in she time. She goes back in time, yes. Yeah. Uh, is there it is also it time stars, loop? Uh, is there Julie, a loop? <laughs> Julie Bowman from uh, Modern, oh, yeah, Modern Family. Family. Yes. Uh, and yeah. Happy plays, Gilmore. Plays the mom, yeah. So it they looks go like back it's a to Blumhouse the mom's production. high school days. Really? Yes. It looks really good. And I love Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse does some good stuff. Yeah, they're they're definitely in the horror game. Right so it's now. on Amazon. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Prime video starting today. Yeah, you can And thank you to MacArthur's for such a I mean, cool cake. That's a really cool looking cake. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good looking. You can check out this cake and the killer. I would like the killer <laughs> to wave on our, again. Our Instagram shortly. <laughs> Bye. I'll go live. Yeah, go go ahead. That cake is to die for. Uh, <laughs> Don't cheer. All right. Well, thank you guys uh, for coming in. We appreciate it. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going live with this killer. You, okay. Instagram live. Because I have some stuff I want to do here with Brian. Oh, yeah. For Angie. And, uh, yeah, why am I playing the wrong song? Yeah, why are you playing this <laughs> song? I'm hopeful. Well, we were getting, yeah, I thought we were done. We were getting right. pictures taken. The so totally killer like theme song. Pitching, pushing buttons Did the here. killer wave again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cake. <laughs> I love it. Instagram live right now. All right. Thank you guys for bringing that cake in. Thank you to MacArthur's for making that incredible cake. Um, all right. So well, we usually do texts here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that you have some text to read, Tim, but I thought we do. We can maybe save those for the very end of the show. I'd like that. All right. Because I am not ready. I think we just did the very end of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys can hang or you can... You know, <laughs> like thank you guys. Do we, do we have to? Yeah. yeah, you leave the cake. You're not taking that cake. <laughs> thank you. Very much. Thank you. All right. Um, Either they're going to hang out or they're going to murder us. Yes. <laughs> One of the two. Um, all right. So Brian famously ranks apples. Oh yes, of course. And uh, your website again? AppleRankings.com. Yeah, it's even got ranking in the name. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I thought I would give you different items, and I want you to rank them. You can do, you can do two or three. Okay. First, second, third. The best of these different categories. Are you ready? I think so. All right. The top three Halloween candies. Oh, Halloween candies? Mm-hmm. I mean, I number one, Reese's, of course. Who, who could go cups. against peanut butter right. cups? Yeah, peanut yeah. butter cups. Number two, Kit Kat. I'll there suck out go. a Big Cat. For, the Big Cats are better than the Kit Kats. The Big Cat is the individual Kit Kat that had that's big. <laughs> that makes sense. I know we we talked great. We talked in depth about the Kit Kat yesterday. I don't love them because there's not enough of the inside. You gotta get a Big Cat. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The Kit Kat's not enough. It's underwhelming. But okay. a Big Cat that'll satisfy. So two. Number three, probably Butterfinger. I'll go with a Butterfinger. You know, it's a, it gets stuck in your teeth a little bit. But yeah. I mean, in, ter- in terms of taste, it's hard mm, to beat. It's good. I agree. Uh, what's the worst? Oh, you know, anything, I prefer chocolate, so anything that's not chocolate. Like Sour Patch Kids. I, I wouldn't say Sour Patch Kids is the worst, but if you're if you're getting like a, even like an airhead, if you're getting an airhead. <laughs> it was disgusting the way you even said oh, it. Yeah. And those, that'll send you to the dentist, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> airhead. Okay. Um, that's why top, Chris eats them. <laughs> top three scary movies. Top three scary movies. Well, my, the the movie that scared me the most as a child was The Ring. 
I was really scared of the ring when I was a little that kid. That was a freaky well, thing. Well, I was in my yeah, 20s, I, was not, I think. I was too old to be I as scared I was in of my it 30s. as I was. Oh, no. <laughs> I was in my 30s and it scared me. Oh, yeah. Whenever the TV went to snow, I couldn't sleep after that movie for months. But I'm not scared of it anymore, mostly because I don't have a VHS player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know anyone with a VHS player. I think the demon from that movie screwed up. I mean, she put a lot Technology. of stock into yeah. VHS. Imagine if that demon started to stream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you'd be we in trouble. Be turning into well, The Ring flag. 2 came out, and that was uh, DVD. I'm serious. They, they, oh, they did kidding. a sequel to The Ring, and then they had a DVD <laughs> version. I'm not even kidding. That's not <laughs> a joke. That. <laughs> um, but, yeah, in terms of scary movies, uh, the, the Ring is number one, and uh, that's with a period. I think Scream had a big influence on me. It was great. Scream was a great movie, and it's also funny. And that's uh, what horror movies yeah. need. Uh-huh. I wonder if Totally Killer is funny. I don't know. Totally Killer is number three. Well, Bloomhouse, <laughs> they do funny, scary movies, in my opinion. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. uh, a- uh, April Fool? Is it April Fool's Day? Yeah, with uh, Vince Vaughn? No, that's Freaky Friday. Oh. Mm. But he's very good in that. I can't remember. Is it Bloomhouse or Blumhouse? Maybe it's Blumhouse. I don't know. I don't know either. Whatever. They do good, funny stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, top three sports. Top three sports? Yep. I mean, football, number one. American not football. Not in St. Louis. Well, yeah, not anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We're all out you on know, football. Los Angeles, they took football teams from two different cities at the same time. How messed up is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got San Diego's football team and St. Louis's football team. So I think there's an opportunity here for St. Louis to team up with San Diego to try to take down Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy what we did. So football's number one for you. Football number one, basketball number two, and then uh, college basketball number three. <laughs> Do you have uh, favorite broadcasters that you could rank? Because you watch a lot of football. You watch a lot of this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, Are favorite guy, guys you're waiting I mean, the into? way that he lit up when we said Al Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, woke three. up. <laughs> Kevin Harlan is the most underrated football broadcaster of all time. His voice is unprecedentedly amazing. He's yeah. the only one that gets excited enough to justify what's happening on the screen. Kevin Harlan is number one with a period. I love that. Yeah. He's great. All right. Who I else? love the uh, the passion. Anybody yeah. else? Where are you on Joe Buck? He's from here, I'll tell you I'm that. I'm pro Joe. I'm pro Joe. Um, I don't understand the hate. I don't um, either. But I do know that there is hate for him for some reason. I do remember back in the day he was in the locker room at the at Yankees uh, at a Yankees playoff game and they didn't treat him right there and that's created this snowball effect where it's like it's fun to make fun of Joe Buck but I like Joe Buck. It's the most soothing if you can just take a nap on a Sunday afternoon to a Joe Buck football game it's the most soothing experience of your life. Alright. Uh, top three comics of all time. Like stand-up comics mm-hmm. or like newspaper? <laughs> Garfield. Number one, Norm MacDonald. With a, absolutely, Norm MacDonald is the best That's comedian of all guy. time. That's that. right. I love Norm MacDonald. Uh, number two is Mitch Hedberg. Um, I want to travel to... Uh, I, I bought a big map of the world so that I could uh, put pins in all the places I traveled. But first, I have to travel to the top two corners of the map so that it don't fall down. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg, number two. Okay. Um, number three, uh, Nikki Glaser is number three Yay! of all time. Hey, go. She's in good company. Yes. All right. Uh, top three convies. I have oh, list. boy. Um, one correct means, yeah, somebody doesn't even make the list. Uh, Khaki, number yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Curran, number two. Yeah. And then uh, Tim, number three, because he's right. standing right here. I don't want him to punch me in the face. Not that he would ever. Your All former right. roommate. I should be a little. Yeah, my former roommate. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, okay. 
you we talked about it yesterday when you weren't here, but you there was a time when you went on 125 Tinder dates. Oh, well, there was a my year of dating. I yes. went on dates with over 100 different women That's right. in, the, in the course of a year. Yeah. So the, the ranking for this is the top three worst girl names to date. Oh, God. Worst girl names because to date? Because it's like maybe there was a trend where you're like, I can like never date another. Bad. God, I, I don't even know. If I, it's, I, I, I want to. Is tell there you, one? There, well, there was one girl who, who literally said she uh, wanted her grandma to die. And um, her name, her name was Sarah. But I don't. I wouldn't judge all Sarahs based on that. But there wasn't like a. There trend. was one girl. There was one girl who um, I. Uh, she told me that she sees ghosts, and that 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 she she doesn't want to sleep. Like I thought you were single. She, she said. She said she doesn't want to sleep uh-huh. over uh, my place because that she sees ghosts at night and she gets scared. But then one one night she did sleep over, and I woke up in the middle of the night. It was three o'clock in the morning, and she was gone. And I was like, oh, that's messed up to just leave in the middle of the night without saying anything. Like, at least say goodbye. And then I turn my head and she is standing at the end of my bed, <laughs> no. just hovering. And and I go, oh, what the hell is going on? And then she like snapped out of it. She's like, oh, I got to go. And then she left and I never saw her again. That that's, is or talk creepy. To her? I've never seen her. I texted and I was like, yo, you left really pretty abruptly. She, she literally she ghosted me. She you. literally ghosted me. I think she was a sleepwalker and she thinks she sees ghosts, but uh, instead she's just she, watching TV. It was the creepiest thing that happened. Just embarrassed and I think just embarrassed. This never happened. Yeah. That's uh, cre- that is so because already in your mind she's put that ghost thing in your head. Yeah. She's like, I see ghosts. And then I wake up, she's gone, and then she's standing there just like a demon from a Japanese horror movie. <laughs> just looking at me. And I'm like, oh uh, Tim, do you have any rankings you want uh Brian to do? I feel like maybe you're passionate about uh pasta. Pasta? Yeah, can you rank pasta? Can I rank pasta? Like the noodle itself yeah, the or noodle. the dishes? Oh. Noodle. The noodle? I think, you know, it's hard to, to fight against an angel hair. The thinness of it, mm-hmm. you can get a lot of sauce in there. <laughs> yeah. I uh, and I, I think a, uh, a, a ravioli is overrated. You buy a ravioli from a restaurant, you get like four of them, you're still hungry. I don't think that should be you're, so... You're saying that's bad. I think it's... Yeah, I'm going all over the place now. Are you just naming noodles that you're... That oh, noodles. You know? They're noodles. <laughs> uh, lasagna. Right, there's a rigatoni noodle. There's a rigatoni. Lasagna. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's There's all. A cousin Tony. Pasta, that's all I know about Macaroni? pasta. Okay, I thought you'd be more excited, but no, you've covered everything else that I wrote down. All right, actually. yeah. All right, uh, and make sure you go see Brian this weekend. He's got two shows tonight. Two shows tonight. Two shows tomorrow night. I'm opening for Adam Conover of Adam Ruins Everything fame. Yeah, and, and it's a helium. And comedy it's a helium club. comedy club. That's important. That's yeah. really important. Yes, you could just hit all the comedy clubs and hopefully yeah. run into Frangie. Yes, uh, but we're so we still have a little more on the show. We have your uh, hopefully Great Taste Gang song of the day, another Softer October song. Uh, but we'll close it out with some texts at the end if there is time, which there may not be. Mm. It's The Courtney Show on The Arch. The Courtney Show. All right, there's the music. Uh, sounds better here. I know. It really does. Well, I liked it earlier if we were done. Yeah. But I enjoyed uh, finding out Brian Frangie's rankings of different things. That was good. Yeah. Uh, Brian Frangie at really, Helium. Really interesting on the pasta. <laughs> got a lot of strong feelings. I thought you knew something I didn't. No, I don't know much about pasta. Doesn't that seem like something that would fall into Frangie? I don't know. would be like, 
Let I'm me tell you about that one for, I'm glad we saved that one for last. Too. <laughs> that's that's really, my fault. Bow tie? Are you kidding me? Put it around your neck. That's something. Capitelli is I the thought Capitelli is the best. I don't even know what that is. It's the macaroni looking one yes. with like the cork with the grooves. Mm. It's the it? best for oh, mac and yeah. cheese. Yeah. It holds, holds on to everything. Holds on to the cheese. That's yes. important. Um, <laughs> listen, he's going to be at the Helium. You got to go see him. Uh, best friends with the Convies. Yes. Truly. Not just a acquaintance. Former, like, former you know roommate. Courtney went on and on about what good friends we are with Adam Conover. We're like, no, we just met I kind of leaned into it, yeah, Brian. It was good. <laughs> BFFs. But uh, Brian, I mean, Brian and I lived together for how, a, a year? No, longer than that. It was at least two, and then you, and then we kind of had the same apartment, but both, but didn't live there at the same time for almost a year. Like you were gone, and then I was gone, and then you oh, were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I they might have swapped convies on you. Man, it was you awesome. thought yeah. it was him. Well, Chris's car lived at our apartment too while we were gone for yeah, a while. That sounds like a move. That was a great apartment. Great apartment. Some magical time back then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so some texts before we wrap it up today. We got some texts. Uh, several of good ones. I'm loving the soft October music. Uh, mind you, I can only listen on my 1.5 mile commute to work, but it took me until Wednesday to connect the dots. I kept wondering why have I never heard this on the Arch before? Yeah. We're breaking some new ground, guys, and it's exciting. That's all from a new texter. Uh, hey, I'm Stephanie from South City. Growing up, my next-door neighbor was a dentist, so he always gave out toothbrushes at Halloween. Uh, it was very sweet, but I'd take a Kit Kat over that any day. Yeah, we talked mm, about that. Mm, I think we already did that one yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is my favorite text of the day. Sorry, Chris sent me a list of texts <laughs> that he had been compiling. Turns out some of them were from yesterday. <laughs> but this is my favorite. Uh... Brandon has no idea about packing lunches. That is from Alex Meadows. Mm. Oh, is it worse than cleaning the bathroom? <laughs> or getting a cavity I'll, I'll, filled? I'll wait for her response. That's his wife, by the way. Yeah, you'll wait for her response. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. They have different last names. Yeah, they do. It's Alex. Don't call me Lutman Meadows. Oh, yeah. yes. Kept her name. It's a whole thing. What about Hurl Girl? Did she keep her? She kept her last name, Ali Canick. She's got a great last name, Canic. She oh, is she keeping hers? She's keeping it. Cuts no glass. kidding. Yeah, you, you never but lose a Canic. That's the rule of the family. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but no Fran. She didn't want the Frangie. Yeah, no. I mean, Frangie's great too. It we both great. have very unique last names. We didn't want to lose either, so yeah. we're keeping them both. Good for you guys. Yeah, we're That's... we're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many months ago was your wedding? It was in June. Oh man. Yeah. Those were the days. Uh, Bernadette, <laughs> Bernadette texted, she needs to know what happened to the Pippin apple. It was her favorite from when she lived in New York 30 years ago. Do you know anything about this? The Newtown Pippin, a Long Island sand-filled condom. That's yeah. right. It's one of the worst apples of all time. <laughs> well, Bernadette, there you go. <laughs> sand. <laughs> so you're saying it's mealy? Yeah, no, it's mealy and disgusting. And if you get one these days, you're going to be sorely disappointed. If you have a child, were they memory, good 30 years ago? Um, they might have been good in the like in the 1800s. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Lower. They're an heirloom. <laughs> They're bad. Yeah. All right. There you go. For that, <laughs> that you're glad you sent that text in. <laughs> uh, and lots of fans of the uh, Finally Friday song, TP hanging on. That was the absolute masterpiece, Brando. That's Trish from SoCo. <laughs> Love you. TP Finally Friday song. Nothing says homecoming more than waking up to toilet paper hanging from your trees. Uh, nice job, Brando. Your creativity week after week is truly impressive. 
Oh, That's thanks, Mom. Fenton Mary. Oh, Fenton Mary. <laughs> uh, thank you again to Brian for hanging out with us today. Go see one of his shows at the Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. Follow him uh, on... On Instagram at Brian Frangie. F-R-A-N-G-E. Yes, thank uh, you. Also, Apple Rankings. AppleRankings.com. And Nikki Glazer Podcast. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Yeah, I have so many things you're doing. I don't know how you get it all done. I don't. We talked about that, yeah. <laughs> Nobody helps you. Nobody helps me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian. It's been so much fun. Great Taste Gang song of the day. They want to keep those good-feeling, soft Rocktober vibes going. Yeah, they sure do. Guys, great request. Please keep them coming anytime you want. 1065thearch.com. This one, uh, man. It's important me. to you. It's important to me. Lance Hildebrand. Yes. You makes- and Lance Hildebrand, very important to you. <laughs> <laughs> makes me think of my buddy Lance because we would do at this song really on would. the air pretty regularly at the old place. Uh, it is a special one, and Chris Ritter uh, thought that we should do it today. So thanks for your request. Keep them coming. Have a great weekend. Your song is Guilty by Barbara Streisand and Barry Gibb. Turn it up. Enjoy. Have a great weekend. We'll be back here 6 a.m. Monday morning on The Courtney Show. Thanks for listening. W-A-R-H. Oh, hey. The Courtney Show podcast nailed it again. Everybody deserves a good pat on the back and a big glass of bourbon at Salt and Smoke. See you there.